We made it. Welcome to Project Game Day NFL Draft Special presented by Pressbox and Pressbox Online. I am KZ. That is not Glenn Clark. Uh, that is Joe Serpico. Welcome, Joe. We're also here with Mr. Paul Valley. Good evening. You're doing double duty today. Good to see you. Double duty, man. It feels the same, though, just 10 hours apart. Yeah, it's just 10 hours apart. I mean, I mean, you know, this is, instead of two hours, this may be four hours. But we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, lots of excitement. Uh, Ravens picking as early as they have in a long, long time with pick 14. And, uh, Paul, I'm going to start with you. Because you're 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 to me you're gonna be you're gonna be the fan you're 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 every fan for me today. What do you want them to do? What do you think they're gonna do? All right, so there's a there's a number of players that that they could take that I would be okay with. Um, any of the corners really, if they took um, uh, Stingley or McDuffie, Sauce Guard is not falling to him. He's not falling to a point where I think they're gonna be able to trade up to get him. Um, if they go out and they take Jermaine Johnson or they take Jordan Davis, I'd be okay with that. Uh, I, I don't know that I would want them taking Tyler Linderbaum at 14. I think that might be a little high for a center. Trevor Penning seems like a dog, but he's really penalty prone. So it, as long as they get somebody that can start on day one and, and that can help the team, what I, so what I ultimately think they're going to do is I think they're going to take Jordan Davis at 14. Now, if they go out, we're just going to – what I, the only thing I think that would upset me is if they somehow traded out of the first round. I remember 10 years ago when they traded out of the first round. We waited around for three and a half hours for them to make a pick. They trade out of the first round, and they don't make a pick. And you're sitting there like, what do we watch for? It was funny you mentioned that because I've been doing these shows for a long time, and I was doing this show for another uh, station, and I was telling – that was one of the years I really thought that they were going to trade out. I, I just didn't like where they were, and I kept on telling – we had a great crowd. And I kept on telling it's getting late, and it's like three and a half hours. And I kept on telling everybody, like, just don't be surprised they trade out. I was like, I know we've we've excited. and then when they traded out, it was like the place was just pissed and emptied instantaneously. I don't see that happening today, Joe. What do you want them to do? What do you think they do? Want them to do? I think their their ideal motion would be somewhere on a defensive line. Uh, Jordan Davis, like Paul was just talking about, I think would be a uh, a pretty solid pick. Um, I'm on the one as I believe, though, that they should go the pass rusher route. Uh, I think Davis, I don't want to say necessarily would be a luxury because, you know, they have some weaknesses up there with, uh, you know, Calais Campbell's getting up there in age and things of that nature. But I would love to see a guy I'm sure we're going to talk about quite a bit today would be Jermaine Johnson. Uh, there's all these rumors now flying around they might move up for him. Uh, my latest mock, I have him still there for him. So I think that would be my ideal guy if they stand pat at 14 or if they move up to, uh, I think the rumor that we're hearing now is somewhere at number nine. Yeah, um, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, you know, I do these mock drafts, which are worth the paper that they're printed on. But when you cover – the NFL drafted some of the you know people expected, and you do them. I, I cut down this year. I only did three. You know, usually I'm six or seven. I only did three this year. <laughs> only. Uh, you know, you do you do one early. You do one kind of midway through, and I and I waited for my final. I have right now, if they stay at 14, and I tweeted this uh, out the other day, 
If they stay at 14, I think the way the board's going to fall, it's probably Jordan Davis. I'm okay with Jordan Davis. I've called him a unicorn. He's one of one. Guys that big aren't that athletic like he is. Um, I don't want to compare. I don't like comparing, but it, they've always the Ravens have always had that guy. They've had Haloti Nada. They had Brandon Williams. You know, I know they have some depth with with uh, you know they brought Michael Pierce back and and they have some some depth with, and some younger guys. But when you can get a unicorn and you can get a one of one, I'm not going to be upset with the pick if they stay there. I want them to go get Jermaine Johnson. That's what I want them to do. The biggest need on this football team is edge rusher. Agreed. Oway was a nice first step. He had a very nice rookie year, but he slowed down as the year went on. Now, that's kind of because of, you know, they have nobody else on the other side. I want to see how good Oway can be if you have that bookend. And we, the Ravens right now, I love, we all love Tyus Bowler, Bowser at, at Press Box. I mean, just. First-class human being. He's coming off an injury it's not easy to come back from. We don't know when he's going to be back. We don't know if he's a pup candidate. They have nothing else in the room. So if Johnson, or even we've seen Thibodeau in certain places, and I think nine's that happy area. I think Seattle wants to get out. Go get it. It's not going to cost you that much. Well, what is it going to cost you? I think it costs you two fours this year. And maybe a three next year. I think if if Seattle's willing to do that, that that's the kind of range. I don't think the Ravens are gonna give their one and a, and one of their threes this year to get there. I I don't see it. I can see them giving two fours a pick next year because it's the Ravens. That pick will come back, and that gets it done. It's not you know I I don't want them to go to six. It, it costs too much to go to six because I think that's another natural trading spot if the Carolina Panthers aren't interested in a quarterback. Which I think they are. Well, they could be. Um, you know, I, we, we go, we'll go down that road when, when they're on the clock and things like that. But Seattle's a team that I think can, like, are they in the quarterback business today? I don't know. Could be. Could be. I ultimately think that's where Baker Mayfield ends up. I think that's the ideal landing spot for him because I don't think Carolina has the capital if they wanted to potentially bring him in. I think Seattle is your best bet at this point. And are they really going to ride with Drew Locke? I, I just can't see that being the case. Uh, I do think that you know there's an opportunity to bring in Baker, see what he does for one year. And we all know that this year is a kind of a weak class, and next year supposedly it might be a repeat of last year where it's one, two, three at quarterback. So I could see 100% Seattle giving Baker a shot, and not that it's going to take that first round pick, but I just I, I just don't there. know if I'm a quarterback needy team this year, and there's a bunch of them. There is for a, for a year that doesn't. I. You're going to say this, and then there's going to be five quarterbacks in the first round, and you know because they always get pushed up. Mm-hmm. But in a year where you 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 could really see one or two only going in the first round, possible. Um, you know, I I I don't know if I'm Seattle at nine and I can't get out. Why I wouldn't take Willis? I, I mean, he's the home run pick. 
He's also the biggest bust pick. Agreed with that as well. But but why why wouldn't you swing for defense with that roster? I mean, so so you miss if you miss. Okay, well we're picking eight or nine next year. What what? I I just if that if if everybody is right, and I like Willis, I I, I like him a lot. He's not my number one quarterback. I am I am well in the minority with my number one quarterback, Sam Howe. I get it. That's fine. You all, everybody talks about everybody else. Sam Howe's the best quarterback in this draft. He's got the, all the tools. He was terrific when he had weapons around him. All the weapons left, and oh, surprise, surprise! When you don't have weapons, you're not as good of a quarterback anymore. I, I'm a big fan of Sam Howe as well. For me, if we're going to talk about my favorite, for me, it's Matt Corral. I just like some of the things he did at Ole Miss, going against those SEC defenses. The only knock on him, I think, is because he came from Lane Kiffin's system, which isn't the most pro-friendly, but we're seeing NFL offenses these days switch to those college-style offenses. So if he lands with the right team, you know, I personally think he would be a good fit at, say, Atlanta in the second round, sit a year behind maybe Marcus Mariota. He does a lot of things that Arthur Smith and that team likes to do with their play action, things of that nature. I think that would be a good fit for Matt Corral. Look, I I like Matt Corral. My biggest knock on Matt Corral is he's had all the talent in the world around him, and and it's been okay. I mean, he's been okay, but you look you look at what Old Miss put into the draft over the last couple of years. Like, I don't know if it's the system, I don't know if it's a line thing. I, I he's got some physical attributes that I really really like. I just I, he got to be more productive for me. And I get it's the SEC and it's a tough place to to play quarterback, but I I just he's got to show me more to be a first round pick for me. Pickett is Pickett's the safe guy for the quarterbacks. I hope he goes in the top ten. I hope Willis and Pickett for the Ravens going to the top ten. Well, that's good player. Ideal, yeah. Good players are coming down if that's happening. And 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 you know, any chance? Because I talked about this before. Any chance they take a wide receiver at fourteen? If that's the best player available, I, you think I, they? Do you think if the best player available is a wide receiver, they really stick to that board? It, it depends on who, on who else is available. On who else is available? If your best player available is a wide receiver, say it's Drake London or Garrett Wilson, but then you also still have Jermaine Johnson or Jordan Davis. No, I don't think they take wide receiver. If their guys that they're targeting in their biggest areas of need aren't there, and your best player is a wide receiver, they're going to take a wide receiver. Uh, for me, it's there's four positions that I think the, the Ravens don't even have to look at, and they all just have to be on offense: quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. I think you have those things kind of, which is weird to say for the Ravens for considering their history of offensive. Uh, productivity, but I think that they have those guys pretty much set in stone, at least for your first-round guys. Yeah, we need some depth in the later rounds, but as long as the first round goes, I don't think you're going to see anybody on offense unless it be alignment of some sort. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you. I think it is weird that the, the, the need is at offensive line and the defense, you know, first and foremost. If one of those wide receivers are there, let's say let's say the the three tackles are gone, the top four rush edges are gone, the top two cornerbacks are gone, and Jordan Davis is gone. And you're sitting at fourteen. Who else are you gonna take? Give me Wilson, right? Give me a speed guy. Guess, Give me London, yeah. a six four guy. Hey, let's swing. Let's let's really swing for the fences and take maybe the one of the top five players in this draft. And take Williams. I know he's going to miss six to eight weeks. 
don't tell me he's not the best wide receiver coming out this year. I I agree one hundred percent. He's my first receiver. There, the board, there's the there's the there's the swing. Like you, if you're if your guys are gone and you can't trade out, give me him. Why not go? I mean, second half of the year. Why not? I mean, you got ten picks. You got you got you got a second and two thirds. You can't tell me you can't get a couple an edge a a cornerback in those two picks to come in and help you right away. I, I'm I'm not saying that they do it. I'm just saying I'm not against it tonight that they go wide receiver in the first round if he's the best player on the board. Well, I was ultimately going to ask what would be the position, what position is there that you would be upset that they do go tonight? Because it doesn't Ooh. sound like wide receiver. Because I don't think quarterback we could throw out the window. I think running back we could throw out the window. Uh, as well, at fourteen, I mean, there's no, there's no quarterback. I mean, obviously, the well, for the obvious reasons, yeah, I mean, but there's no running back that's a top fourteen player. There's no tight end that's a top fourteen player. I don't know that there really is another position that I would say is is off limits. I guess, I guess the guy that the the guy that would upset me the most. Is uh is Tyler Lindenbaum or I'm going to mispronounce his name, no, you're good. but the but the center, I, I I center at 14 does nothing for me. Macari, I I get that when he was forced into action, and oh by the way, you haven't played center in a billion years. But by the way, next week you're our center. Go learn how to do it again. I, I'm not holding that against him. He's a really good lineman. I like Cologne. I think mm-hmm. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's shown poorly in any time that he's been in forced in because of injury or things like that. So I don't think I I would be highly upset if they went center at fourteen. Well, Other than that, I'm good. Yeah, well, the thing with Cologne Castillo or is it just Castillo now or Cologne? I don't know. Uh, he, oh, yeah. uh, the, the the thing with him is that. The knock on him, he's been undersized. Is that he's undersized? So maybe he can show well for a game or two. But how long can he stay fresh? How long can he keep taking a beating, being smaller than the guys coming at him? Until Macari, I'd rather see him play uh, guard or tackle. Yeah, but he can't play that on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless you know, we're repeating next last season again. Yeah, Macari cannot be the guard or tackle on this football team for them to get have the aspiration well, when I, that they're going to have. When, when I say that, I, I kind of you know rotate type of thing. And when you sometimes it's a, it's a good thing when you have a lot of def- a lot of offensive linemen, you can rotate them and keep everybody fresh. And Ravens have done that in the past. But I, I know that you got Zeitler and you got um, Morgan Moses and you're and you got uh, hopefully Stanley's back at left tackle. You have a, kind of a hole. At left guard, unless you're thinking that Ben Cleveland's going to step up and do something, why can't Makari slide over to left guard unless that's completely foreign to people who have only played on the right side? No, it's a good argument to make, but to take it back to where he was going, I mean, I agree 100% that Lunderbaum or however you pronounce it, I'm going to butcher that too, um, it's just way too high for 14. When you got guys that fill your, you know, what you normally call your premier positions, you know, your defensive ends, your tackles, your cornerbacks, and things of that nature. When there's just so many of them in the top 20, I think uh, Linderbaum's a guy we're going to see probably in the back half of the draft just because now the knock on him, too, is they're saying he's got short arms. You know, They're really getting nitpicking. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be a really good center. I just don't think that that's the guy at 14. I'll give you a, give you a little preview. I don't even have him in the first round. 
I don't yeah. even have him in my first round. Todd McShay said he, ex- they said he expects him to fall out of the first round. Oh, really? I said, no. I, I, okay. Him so, and Carl Loftus. So the the draft is is finally going to actually get started, which at 816 that the first pick is in and they're going to kind of announce it, I'm okay. Because usually I know this starts at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. But 815 is when, you know, usually the clock starts. So the pick is in. Um, I'm – I'm just going to tell you right now, I, I don't – I think that this is going to be one of the wilder drafts because I think after the first three guys, I I honestly have no idea it's where we're going. And, and this could set the tone. Everybody and their brother thinks this is Walker out of Georgia, which is a fine pick, is a fine pick. I think he's going to be an absolute terror in the NFL. It, the problem when you – when you look at Walker, is that he had so many good players around him. I mean, you don't – everybody needed to – you know, everybody needed to eat, as they say. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And that's what that's what concerns me a little bit is, you know, when you have three guys that look like they could go anywhere, you know, definitely going to go in the first round, they all might go in the top 15. I know we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, where you might slide in Wyatt, but with a guy like that – my only concern was is the productivity in you know three years of college ball. He only had I think it was uh, seven and a half sacks. I have the numbers here somewhere. I apologize, but that's just the one thing that that scares me a little bit. When you got a guy like Hutchinson or even Thibodeau, like I'm I'm still big on Thibodeau. I love You're, Thibodeau. There was a reason why he was you know the number one up until let's say what January. It was you know he was the guy that everybody thought was going to be there, and then you know the knock on him is the work ethic, and I don't think he did himself any favors by walking out of the combine. Uh, so I do think that's the reason why we're going to see him slide. But if it was me, I'm taking Hutchinson at one. And you know we'll get to them in a second. But I think the Lions are sitting there just waiting to run if this is Walker. So it is Walker. Um, they have made it official. It is Walker. Um, again, uh, maybe the worst-kept secret in the in the draft community um, about a week ago, this just flipped from Hutchinson to Walker. And, you know, Trent Balky, this is his type of pick. I mean, he did this in San Francisco constantly. Um, always, I mean, it was a running joke. He kept taking the same guy in the first round for like, what, four straight years. Um, the, these edge rushers, uh, uh, you know, likes guys with the long arms that can get around and, and get separation um, without getting their body into the offensive lineman. It's going to be a, a good player. I, I, I don't – at the end of the day, maybe he's got a little bit more, as they say, juice than Hutchinson coming off the edge. Um, I'm with you. I'm sprinting if I'm Detroit. If they, no, Again, they take Thibodeau here, fine. Great player, uh, Thibodeau, not Thibodeau. Um, but it, but this is a local. <laughs> this kid went to Michigan. I mean, I mean, this is just for your fan base. Is the different? Is the difference that great between the two that that you would? That you're like, I, I can't take you know, and and to your to your running up, their pick is already in. So there you they go. sprinted. <laughs> They sprinted. They did. Okay, I don't know what you're watching. I don't know if you're watching it live or you're just listening to us. But you know how they put the the clock on? They didn't didn't have time to put the clock on. 
<laughs> there was no 10 minutes with the countdown. They just went right to the pick is in. Um, look, I, I don't think they can go wrong, but for me, fan base-wise, uh, production-wise, is this guy – is this – is this Bosa? Is this J.J. Watt? Who, who, who is Hutchinson? If he's either one of those guys, and you passed on him, and he went to the University of Michigan, everybody's looking for a new job. Three yeah. years from now, everybody's looking for a new job. Yep, that's one hundred percent the truth. I think that's the dream. And on top of that, you know, people don't think about this sometimes, but the jersey sales that come from your local hometown guy being drafted. Oh my um, god. You know, so there's you know there that's just a cash cow waiting for you by taking Hutchinson. There. So so it's you know our, our our assumption is it it it's another edge and you know the two picks, two edge guys going off uh the board. How many of them go? I mean, how high can Jermaine Johnson go in this draft. How high can Thibodeau go in this draft? Could they both? Could they all? Could all four be top five guys? I mean, you look I, at the Jets and Giants. I think the Texans may 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 want may need a tackle, but the Jets and Giants. Oof. I mean, I think yeah. there's an argument for all three teams to to make that move right there. The Texans have needs everywhere. It doesn't matter where you look at that roster. They need they need some help. The Jets and Giants are another two teams that could use it, and there it is, right and there. there and there's your right. I mean, I mean, we can, we've joked about the Ravens many moons ago running after Minnesota's clock ran out. I don't think it was this quick. I don't think it was this quick for Suggs. They didn't even get the counter on, and they took this kid. Look, this is this is a home run pick. I don't to your Joe to your point. Just in sales of jerseys, mm-hmm. they'll sell out by tomorrow. This is this is their kid. It's a I I, I like this kid. I, I I don't I don't think there's any any downside to his game. Um, rumored to be the number one overall pick for a long time, but now okay, well we got the edge run. Um, the Texans are on the board next. The Texans have been rumored all day. Here's the where the rumors come in. They want to get out of three. So who could jump up? Who's desperate? I don't see a, a team that can get up to three that shouldn't just sit where they are. I'm in total agreement with that as well. I mean, if you're the Giants, you have two of the, you know, the next, you got five and seven. If you're the Jets, you got four and ten. Um, there's no reason, unless the Panthers decide they want to trade back, and they definitely do need some draft capital, but that's still sitting at six. So, no, I think in the top five, I do think Thibodeau is, for me, is the, the ideal play for the next, uh, for the Texans here. Just because you, you have to take the best player available. And in my eyes, there was a reason why this guy was the top pick all the way through the whole process. And for me, you got to sometimes, yeah, we talked about it before, the work ethic issues, but you got to sometimes just take the talent. And he is talented. There's no denying that. So I'm going to, I don't disagree with you, except I'm going to disagree with you. In the fact that your quarterback next year is Davis Mills, if you're the Texans, you better protect the kid. 
like like this is the this is the classic mistake that I think some teams make in the draft. I think Joe. I think Cincinnati did it with Joe Burrow. I I, I you know it, it's like I thought the the uh, Jaguars did it with Trevor Lawrence with their number their second round pick. You got a young quarterback. You got to keep him upright. And right now. I think the Texans need to take whichever offensive tackle, and there's four of them that, for me, are, you know, hairs apart, and that's Aquanu from NC State, Cross from Mississippi State, Neil from Alabama, and I'm a penning guy. I know there's lots of people who aren't penning guys, but from northern Iowa, I like penning a lot. He's a Again, he's one of those – size, unique size, speed, nasty type guys that you don't find all the time in the NFL draft. I just think that that the Texans, for me, have got to go offensive line here. Now, you know, they have lots of needs. They're picking three for a reason. Um, This is going quick. You're getting your wish right now. (laughs) I mean, mean, these may be the fastest three picks in the history of the NFL draft. Uh, It's going to slow down. I mean, you're probably right. At some point, we're going to get the fun. We'll start. But, you know, I mean, look, they just put up a graph. I mean, they were last in – they were last in offense. They were were 31st in defense. They have a defensive-minded head coach in Lovey Smith. Um I get it. I mean, I, I you know, uh, I, I just I gotta protect my quarterback. It's a, it's still an offensive league. Well, if if they're gonna go offensive tackle and they they could trade back and still be able to get an offensive tackle. They could. And, they could and, get and, one and at get thirteen. They yeah. could get one at thirteen. I agree with you. Like if you if you're sitting there and you're saying, well, could I get Penning at thirteen? Mm-hmm. Could. Mm-hmm. It's possible he could fall there. Um, I think I think thirteen to like seventeen is is Penning's block of where he could go. Um, maybe he gets the fourteen. That would be my dream. It's my guy. <laughs> it's my guy in the draft, first round. I want Penning. You want Penning. I want Penning. If it's not Jermaine Johnson, I want Penning. All right. But we'll see. But uh, I mean, they 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 rushed up there a, as well. Uh, the Texans. Um, a lot of uh, so I'll give you I'll give you the rumor for the Texans. A lot of cornerback cornerback rumors flying around Houston today. Sauce Gardner. No, I heard. I, I, I heard, heard Stingley. Yeah, I heard yeah? Stingley. This I heard a lot of well. Stingley. I heard that as well. I heard a lot of Stingley. Which now would be another guy that kind of shot up the board in the last day or well, last week, let's say, it's similar, or similar yeah. to, to Walker here. I think I think if you're medical. Is okay with Stingley. Stingley's a top five guy in the draft, um, but you can't ignore the medical. You can't ignore that in his freshman year he was fantastic, and then he's had some up and down injury years. When you know, and 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 there's there the is. rumor, and there's the rumor. It was true. Uh, Derek Stingley. Um, there he is. Yeah, goes to the Houston Texans. By the way, uh, you're listening to uh, KZ, Joe Serpico, Paul Valley. We're uh, in the Project Project Game Day NFL draft special. Uh, Ravens picking 14th. We've had three picks go off the board. Uh, in 11 tr- minutes. In 11 minutes. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, they, these, these teams have been 
running up the board. We got the Jets on the clock uh, next. And and because this was the first changeup of the draft to, to many, um, this is a guy, look, I, I, I love this player. I, what he has everything you want um, from a cornerback, except health. Uh, I mean, the the lymph fracture surgery is is what it is. I mean, it, it it sometimes shortens people's careers and 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 things like that. But um, you know, defensive minded coach uh, at thirteen, I think the Texans would be. In the in the offensive tackle business, without a doubt, doubt, I like the fact that what I think is the best cornerback in the draft is still on the board. Um, Sauce Gardner. Um, That's my number one player in this draft. Your number one player in the draft is Sauce Gardner. I'm a big Sauce Gardner guy. Big Sauce Gardner guy. I, you know, look, I, I zero zero is zero is zero. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's how many touchdowns the man has given up in his college career. You can't argue with zero sometimes when you're talking about a cornerback and what their production is as far as how many times they've been beaten in college. Um, I have a different number one overall guy, um, and I know that he's going to fall in this draft, but on tape, my number one guy is Kyle Hamilton. I didn't see a better college football player over the last two years than Kyle Hamilton. And I agree, he's a fantastic football player. And he just so happens to play a position that I know. that just doesn't seem to be highly – I mean, if we were talking about mock drafts maybe three months ago, Kyle Hamilton was a popular name at number three. We were talking about that not that long ago. But it looks like now it sounds like he's going to be dripping out of the top ten, kind of like I said before, because he doesn't play one of your premier positions of tackle, end, or cornerback. Yeah, I, I I get it. I get, I get it. I I just I like good football players. Oh, he's a damn good. I football like good player. football players. He's and, a damn and good player. If he's there for Temple, Philly guy here. If he's there for Philadelphia, I would absolutely love that for them. Would you like that if he's still available for the Ravens? I have no problem. With okay, it. I got which no I figured which would be I have no problem answer. with it. And I said that the other day. I was talking talking in a, on a chat, and I said Hamilton for me is the guy. It's going to be really tough if all the corners and all the edge rushers are gone at 14 and he's still there. He's the one that's going to be tough for me to pick because on my board, he's high. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where he is on the Ravens board, and I get it because of, uh, you know, the free agent signings and and what they have. Probably not the biggest need. But – you figure those things out. Uh, Jets are on the board now. By the way, I, you know, you keep on looking at – if you look at our screen, I'm KZ, that's Paul. That is obviously not Glenn Clark. That is Joe Serpico. But the it best but the, but the the best place to be for the rest of the draft, the NBA playoffs and all the big upcoming events, is the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Uh, you can bet on every sport with 61 self-service kiosks open 24-7. Watch all the action from the best seats in the house. Right now, Glenn Clark and Sarita Hubbard and the whole rest of the press box gang that are not here are hanging out there. So if you want to be in the mix 
when the Ravens pick at 14. way this draft is going, you better leave now. About 9.07. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, plus, you know, coming up in May, there's some huge fights. Uh, UFC 274, uh, Baltimore's own Gervonta Davis taking on Rolando Romero. Romero, not uh. But reserve your spot for both events right now by emailing events at sportssocialmd.com. And I'm sure we're going to talk to Glenn, hopefully Rita, a little bit later and see what the take the temperature as we get a little bit closer. We still have Stan the Fan uh, is going to join us. He's over at the castle. Hopefully we're going to get uh, – well, the Jets pick is in. They're all I, congratulating I, I think other. it's sauce. You think it's sauce? I think it's sauce. You uh, think it's sauce. I, 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 you know, again, I not a bad pick. My, you know, they need that. Um, last defensively, I think it's a defensive player. Kid from Oregon still makes sense here. Agreed. Uh, late day rumor. Just throwing it out there. I look at late day rumors on this day because we don't know what's in. I heard a lot of Jermaine Johnson here. Ooh. I heard a lot. I heard a lot of inklings. High. It's high. It's high. But some people really like this kid. I really like this kid. I don't have it four. But this was the late day. We've already seen the the last late day rumor was Derek Stingley Jr. going to the Texans. That turned out to be true. This is another one of those late day rumors that you start, you know, people start talking, you know. Especially in the top five, they start talking because, like, oh, our guy's going to be there. Yeah, Tell you right now, nobody's taking Stingley one or two. We're taking Stingley. And just, uh, just that little graphic that they just showed right there, though, I think is the reason why it's probably going to be Gardner. They were saying it's a league low seven interceptions last year, and they had uh, was I think it was league low and turnover differential as well. They were just showing there too. So I mean, why not get your guy? That I mean. He didn't have a whole lot of interceptions in college because he wasn't throwing a lot that way. But in the NFL, he's going to get tested regardless. He's still oh, he's going to get tested. He's going to get tested. We're, we're about to find and out. I, and I'm going to tell you right now, like we're, we're 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 we will not tip picks tonight if you're watching us, you're listening to us. Um, and after the Jets pick, we're going to take our first break. Are you okay with that? Yeah, of course. Okay, we're going to take. And there you go. There, there is goes. Gardner. Um, look, this is to me top cornerback in the draft. Uh, Tall, fast, physical. This is the shutdown corner that you're looking for. Um, very interesting. Two two edge rushers, two corners go off the board. Two positions that the Ravens desperately want somebody to fall down the board for them. We'll see what happens when we come back. Uh, you're listening to Project Game Day NFL Draft Special. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit MD Gambling help.org. 
The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. The great Kurt Angle. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Answering Baltimore's calls for help, running in when others run away, working together toward one shared vision for a thriving city. That's your Baltimore police. But the department needs more good people, people like you. Join a proud new generation of Baltimore police and make an active difference in your community. Start with competitive wages and excellent benefits on day one. Join for good at bpdrecruit.org. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point. Boulevard. The latest edition of PressBox is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson profiles Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman, diving into where his passion for baseball and for catching comes from and how he uses that passion to elevate those around him in the Orioles organization. Also inside, Bo Smolka takes a look at how the Ravens' 2021 draft picks can make progress in year two, and Glenn Clark offers a very unique tribute to former rival Mike Krzyzewski that all Maryland fans can appreciate. PressBox is available for free at over 500 areas locations including 60 royal farm stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the orioles ravens and terps at pressboxonline.com stay tuned your chance to win a million dollars is coming up probably not from us you're listening to glenn clark radio hey we're back it's not glenn clark radio but it's project game days nfl draft special and you know you're probably getting hungry I, I I know we are. Uh, Glory Days Grill's spring seasonals menu is available now. Enjoy delicious offerings like the opener, the flash-fried pork belly in their popular Korean number two sauce. That sounds really good. Plus the crunch burger with home run sauce, white American cheese, and house-made chips, as well as the baseball cut sirloin with blue cheese. Man. I shouldn't have read this. This is making me hungry. Grilled shrimp with, with garlic butter, strawberry salmon salad, and the Cracker Jack Sunday with a waffle ice cream with, with a waffle ice cream and Cracker Jacks. Woo. Get your order in right now at glorydaysgrill.com. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. That all sounded delicious. What time what time are they open? Can they stay open late for us? <laughs> They're probably open until 12 tonight, I'd imagine, as I long mean, as the draft is uh, going yeah. on. Call, yeah. For the draft, may, yeah. May, By the way, I think it's going to be Evan Neal here to the Giants. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my pick. Evan Neal, Evan Neal makes sense. Um, I, I, I think offensive tackle um, makes a lot of sense here. Uh, you know, uh, 
They did not pick up the fifth-year option um, on Daniel Jones. That was announced today. Daniel Jones, I don't, I, I'm going to say this right now. I don't know if Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. Because his entire time in New York, everybody's been injured. They haven't protected him. You're supposed to, you know, last year they took a tackle, Andrew Thomas. Okay. I think he'll grow into it, or, or two years ago, he'll grow into it. Um, I think he needs another tackle. I I I just what what are you what are you doing? I mean, you're not picking up his fifth round option. Are we taking a quarter? Are we just going to suck this year and take a quarterback next year? What 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 are we? Oh, I mean, they suck every year. I, so. I understand, but but you just gave up on your on your quote unquote franchise quarterback, and you've done nothing to help him. Not to mention Saquon Barkley's been injured seemingly Bar- every that's what year. Barkley's been injured. All the wide receivers. They took Tony last year. Oh, he, what, what was he? Injured. Injured. And what did uh, – Now did they're trying to trade Tony for God. Yeah. What Gall- I mean, and what did Galladay do for him? Galladay did nothing. They've been, exactly. It's, it's like uh, you're judging Daniel Jones. And let's not forget two horrible coaching staffs that he's been under as well. I just think you got to get this kid protected and see what he can do. And you got all you got your choice. I don't care which one it is. Equanu, Cross, Neil, Penny, I, any of them. Take just take one of them. Now, like I said, the, the split second we just went off air there. I can see uh, Thibodeau being the pick here. Hope that Willis is the quarterback or any quarterback taken at number six, which is next. And then the Giants are back on the clock, so they can have their pick of whether they want Neil, Equanu, or Cross at that number seven spot. You know, makes a lot of sense, and and, and, and there it is, and there it is. That's a, that's and, and you're right, and that that's an excellent point. You're up in two picks. Worst case scenario, you take the second best on your board. I I, I I'm good. I'm good. I I I, I like that. Um, so there's one of the guys. Okay, he went top five. It was a big rumor. He's going to fall, fall, fall. Okay. Not falling. Not falling. He's top five. Okay, so he wasn't one or two. I like the outfit. Got to give him an A-plus on the outfit. Got a little sparkle going on. I like that. Got a little sparkle going on. You know. He looks good. Looks, looks good. good. Looks good. Is that a Snickers bar? It is? No. It, it, is it? it? It is. Looks like it. It might. I don't know what it is. It looks like a Snickers bar. But, look, we're five, we're five picks down. Um Rather quickly. No, nobody that's been selected right now. The Ravens were going to have a chance at. Let, let's just—you could be disappointed. You can be out there and say, "Oh my God, I was hoping Thibodeau was going to fall." Well, I mean, yeah, we're all hoping somebody falls. Is there anybody left that you would even trade up for now at this point? Jermaine Johnson. You think they trade up for Jermaine Johnson? Uh, go, go get. I'm telling you, if he gets, if he gets past the Atlanta Falcons, who need him? They have a lot of needs. If he gets past the Atlanta Falcons, Seattle's phone better be ringing off the hook. Ringing off the hook. What's it going to take? You mentioned it before. You know, you, you that selection of 14 and a couple fourth-rounders, maybe a you, little something extra next year, and you got your guy. I, 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 get, I get that they have needs. I, I, there's no bigger need on this football team. If they line up tomorrow, 
They have every position taken care of except the player that's going to be the opposite rush end from OA right now on their team without taking any draft picks this year. They can go out and play a football game and win football games in the NFL. I don't know if they win a Super Bowl. They win football games in the NFL right now at every position they have except another rush end. They don't have that guy healthy, ready to play today in their building. No, they don't. That's why you got to go get the guy. This is when, if you're the Ravens, when are you ever going to pick this high again? The hope is never, usually. <laughs> right, as usually. Long as you have Lamar at I mean, quarterback, you're expected I mean, we, to be in contention. They never pick this high. The highest they've ever picked before this, what? I mean, I, it was Ronnie Stanley and what was it, 13, I believe? Uh, or maybe before that. Yeah, but, but yeah. They, I mean, this long time ago, they don't pick, you know, once, once every eight years, do they pick this high? Because they're a perennial playoff team, and even if they don't make the playoffs, you're still picking in the 20s. Yeah, I mean, I think they got Stanley at six, and then I think they got Humphrey, what, 17? Yeah. And, I mean, that, and, and, and that's it. I mean, I mean they don't pick that you high. You don't you're pick right. that high. So when are you going to have an opportunity to go inside the top 10 and make a pick? You're not. You're not expecting to. So why not go do it? And this is, look, this is where Ravens fans. We want a quarterback right here. Absolutely. We want a quarterback right here. Now, I think they're taking a tackle. I can't – I I am dumbfounded that there has not been a tackle taken in this draft. I think if we're going to talk about shockers, which is not really much of a shocker, I think we could have saw any of these guys go in the top five. But it is a little surprising that not one tackle has been taken at where we headed into pick six. And then I think this puts Carolina a little bit of a – in a conundrum and say, do we go quarterback or do we take the number one tackle on our board? Is there a quarterback in the draft that you're willing to take at number six? For me, I mean, if you're willing, if you're going to swing for defenses and Matt Rule's got a job he's got to save, it's Malik Willis because they don't have many other picks in this draft. That they don't have a second round pick. I believe they don't have a third round pick as well. So if they're going to if they're going to get a quarterback, this is their opportunity, and that's why I could also see them being a prime candidate to maybe slide back a couple spots well, as well. Well, there goes that thought. As soon as I say it, right? As soon as you say it. As soon as you say it, it's gone. That's I mean, right. look, I, I guarantee you they're trying. They tried. But, Absolutely. But I just uh, – nobody's coming up. The Ravens or the Eagles are the only ones that even make any bit of sense of who's picking here of over the next ten picks. They make any bit of sense to come up to six. If you're the Ravens and you're looking at the board, I got th- I'm got i at six. I got three offensive tackles on the board. All those receivers. I got all those receivers. I got. I, I still have Jermaine Johnson on the board. Why am I coming to six? I don't need to get to six. I need to get to nine. Cost you less to get to nine. Seattle wants to get out. If you just go down teams' needs, you know most of them are not looking for a defensive. The Giants just took one. Atlanta certainly could be in the mix, but I'm kind of convinced that the wide receiver is going to be their route because the whole Calvin Ridley situation, and there's absolutely nothing behind them. And then your guy Kyle Hamilton, I mean, maybe he's still there. But I, you know, I think there is some concern if you're the Ravens because now there is just one 
of those g- rushers that's right. there for you right. in the top ten. Right. So if you're going to do it, it, this is the year to do it. I mean, you you got to think at this point, the next pick is a tackle. The, the Giants have to take a tackle. If yes. they're gonna, if they're going to ignore, if they're just going to ignore the fact that they need offensive line help, okay, fine, you'll be picking here again next year. Congratulations. This to me, I. I'm going to say this. It, 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 none of these quarterbacks are worth the sixth, or sixth overall pick. Agreed. They're not. And I don't think a quarterback solves Matt Rule coming back next year. In fact, I think it hinders him coming back next year because that means you got to play this kid at some point this year. Quarterbacks don't sit when you're the sixth overall pick. They don't sit anymore. Well, we just saw Trey Lance do it last year, but no, I agree because they but, don't have. But they don't have the same right. situation. They don't have the same situation. It's Sam Darnold or yeah. or PJ Walker, right? <laughs> right. So, so when you're looking at the Panthers here, it's like if my job's on the line, I got to make my football team better. Malik Willis, Pickett, take whatever quarterback is on top of your list. That doesn't do it for me this year. At six. Um, I'm taking a tackle. I'm going to make it go with Sam Darnold. Again, I know it was three games last year. Sam Darnold looked damn good for three games. Like, damn good. I don't know. Anybody can say whatever you want. Don't think he's a good quarterback. For three weeks last year, Sam Darnold was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. No doubt. Look at the stats. Look at what they what he was doing. They were protecting him. What happens? A couple injuries happen. You know, you don't you don't have you don't have this guy, you don't have that guy. I if if Matt Rule wants to keep his job, it's an offensive tackle for me, and and then you're looking at two offensive tackles in a row, and then you're looking at the Falcons. Okay? Falcons need a wide receiver. I don't know if they're gonna take a wide receiver. They certainly need a wide receiver. They definitely do. <laughs> they need a wide receiver. If you receiver. look at that depth chart, it is pretty bare. I, I, I just, I mean, this is, and and this is where we start to get into how far, if the quarterbacks don't go here, how far do they fall? Because you, you're starting to take obvious spots. And I'm going to say this, bravo. It's a smart pick. Akeem Ikawanu, NC State tackle, best tackle in the draft. For most people, my second best tackle, I know, I know, I know. Nobody else in the world has Penning as their top tackle. I, I know. But now you got the Giants up. I think it's Cross or Neal. Um, and then we have to start talking about the Baltimore Ravens moving up because Atlanta Falcons have lots of needs. Who says the Atlanta Falcons don't want to don't want to trade out of here? That's also very true. Okay, so I think to me, eight was my starting point where the calls start making. Okay, Atlanta, what do you what do you need? What do you need? What do you need to get me up here? Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, and I think you can go down the next three picks. You can just go down the line. Well, I don't think the Jets are trading out. You do not. Nah. You don't think they're trying to stockpile a couple two, of two top two top ten picks this year? Take them. Well, so how about the rumors of a potential Debo 
trade. And I, it saw that, I saw that, that ridiculous thing. I saw that ridiculous trade. Why? What? Why? Why, if you're the Jets, are you doing that? I mean, Debo's not saving every, anything. Well, not when you can have with yeah. potentially, you know, a Jameson Williams or a Drake London. Any, maybe all, you know, your pickings at that point. If uh, if Wilson doesn't go off as well. So, um, so we got the Giants on. Uh, we got the Giants back on the board. They, they, you know, it, with their fifth pick, they went defense. They went edge. Um, that would. I'm going to keep on bringing up his name because I'm going to talk it into existence. Darn it! That means they don't take Johnson. Um, they don't. They don't. They don't take Johnson. Um, so that's a good thing for the Ravens. Um, you know. Hey, he's at eight. You don't have to get up. What's that? Six? You gotta get up six spots. Go get, go get your boy. And again, when you have five fourth rounders, it's and give them all. Give them all if you give have them to, all. If you give have them to. all. Let somebody else have the greatest fourth round in the history of the NFL. And then, you know, it's <laughs> what the Ravens are known for. They'll get, they'll get it back somehow in a comp pick or something along those lines. That's just what they do. That's they, what they do. Oh, every time. You know, I mean, I mean, this is going along swimmingly. The the draft is is is, you know, going. None of these so far. The everybody's been taken in the top ten. I has a top ten pick. Agreed. So so it's not. We can all. Th- this is the fun part about about mock drafts. It's like, yeah, okay, we're, we we all do, we're all guessing. We're all guessing. By the way, I mean, I mean, we all take this this seriousness. Um, you know, um, uh, uh, you know who had the big, the best in the mock draft, and and blah 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 blah. You know, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, you know, there there are people right now that they've they've matched five out of the six already. Fantastic. Good job. Pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back. I don't know where I am. I'm so I'm so far down. The guy who won it last year, who who was historic last year. Okay, Josh Norris. Underdog fantasy now. He's three. He's three out of six. Okay, uh, it, whatever. It 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 just Daniel Jeremiah. He's three out of six. Ken Zalas. He's three out of six. You know it. It we don't know. We just don't know. That's the bottom line. And that's what and the mock drafts. The mock drafts are fun. The New York Giants pick is in already. You know I I just you you come into this draft. The New York Giants needed O line, safety, and a rush end. I don't think safety's going here. I think we'll be stunned if that's the pick. I will be. I will be. Again, I liked your thought. I, I loved it. All three tackles were there. Take the best defensive player on the board. Get the best edge that was on the board. And uh, now we got our pick of an offensive lineman. A lot of people say that. Evan Neal's the top offensive lineman in this draft. Okay. I could be sold on that. There's also been some late rumors about some health things. I don't know where that came from. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the Giants floating that out and saying, you know, you think we can get this kid to fall to seven? You think there's any possibility we could call we can we can get Evan Neal, the top tackle in the draft, to fall to seven? Hey, let's say our doctor saw something. Well, it worked if that's the case. But also, we've watched all of them fall at this point, and which has been a surprise to many of us. So, to me, I, I mean, for me, it's Neil. I, I, I it think I, I, it always has to be. I mean, it, it, 
you know, there and, and there it is. I mean, I, I, this was an almost as no brainer a pick as there's ever been um, at this point. Uh, by the way, I uh, I gave uh, John Colson a tip. He wanted he wanted me to give him um, a tip on his way out. And he goes, give me four guys that are guaranteed to go in the top ten. And I said, well, I'll give you Walker, Hutchinson, uh, Thibodeau, and Iquanu. I was like, they may be in the top five. So hopefully he cashed that ticket. There you go. Who we got? Who's on the who's on the who's on the hotline? We got Jeremy Kahn for you. Jeremy Kahn, 105.7, the fan, big bad morning show. How are you doing, sir? What's up, Casey? How are you? I'm good. Here with uh, Paul Serpico. Uh, not Paul Serpico. Joe Serpico, Paul Valley. Uh, having a good time. Drafts going swimmingly. Uh, everybody that comes comes on, you got to give me two things. What do you want the Ravens to do? What do you think the Ravens will do? Oh man! Well, the the guys I was hoping for um, and hoping that they would slide were the cornerbacks, and and not that I have an issue if they decide to go another route here. Um, but I, I I'm thinking they end up trading back. Uh, I'd love to see a pass rusher slide to them if possible, but. The way that this draft started off, I mean, I think things kind of got crazy. What would you say, Casey, this week maybe where all the talk changed of the number one overall pick, and then I, I think they had uh, Stingley Jr. going anywhere from you know 18 to as high as we saw tonight at three. So just kind of a, a crazy, crazy draft. Yeah, the Stingley thing, that came that, that came within the last 48 hours, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I thought we all had injury concerns with him, but, uh, you know, not about the play. I mean, obviously, when he's played, he's he's a tremendous mm-hmm. player. I, I just look at what, if I'm taking a cornerback at three, and I hope staying. And I I always always preface this because we all you know you and I have done this for you know almost two decades. Don't tell anybody. Um, yeah. But uh, you know we want all these kids to succeed. We're not nitpicking. We're just we're mm-hmm. just giving opinions on them. Sauce Gardner, you know, gave up zero touchdowns and is healthy as any player coming into the draft i don't know how you know if you're taking a cornerback there i don't know i don't know how stingley's the better quarterback uh cornerback to to take there but i hope they're both successful well it's funny because he was my favorite cornerback in the draft actually uh, stingley's uh, my favorite player in the draft and and i like olave as well uh, as a wide receiver but but all that being said you know like I, they were they were one and two and i didn't care how you stacked them up i think they're both going to be excellent pros uh, I was just kind of shocked that they went as high as they did back to back. So, um, and it, if if all the talk was true earlier today, it seems like up next we could be seeing that run on wide receivers happening. Yeah, I, I think you can. I'd also, uh, I'll just throw one name in there. We talked about him uh, yesterday. Uh, Jermaine Johnson is there. I, I'm scared that the Falcons are going to take him. Yeah. Well, I was talking. I was on with uh, Inside Access today, and Jason Lockett brought up all the scuttlebutt of Kyle Hamilton falling and the Ravens taking him. And I, I mean, I'd be totally fine with it because I think the kid's a hell of a player, but it would be another one of those picks where you're going, wait a minute, didn't they just sign a safety? Don't they have Chuck Clark? But, uh, you know, you're always playing chess and not checkers out here, and maybe they'd have some different formations. And we no longer have the traditional base defense that we've seen in the league before, so I'm sure there'd be ways of getting all the guys on the field. Jeremy, you mentioned about potentially them trading back. Uh, so far in here, we've been talking about them potentially uh, moving forward, whether it be eight or nine. Uh, I guess just kind of talk about where you could see them trading back to, and are you in that boat that's opposed to potentially trading with the Steelers, say if the Steelers want to move up for a quarterback? See, 
I, I've never even cared about making trades with teams that like, you know, for example, if, if I were going to trade my quarterback for picks or something, uh, and I had a, a, a team in the division that's offered me a ton and a team, you know, out West that's offered me an equal amount or something close to it. Yeah. I'll probably trade them outside of the division, but I have no problem whatsoever, whether it's players or picks trading. If you, if you're finding value in it of yourself, because you're going to have confidence in what you're doing. I've, I've never cared what, what players do when they leave here. If they excel, you know, hats off to them for finding a new location and things going great. But, um, as far as moving up, I mean, it would be interesting to see if there was a pass rusher that they wanted, if they're trying to jump somebody. Um, I, I thought there was a chance if, uh, you know, either one of those cornerbacks slid that maybe they might move up a couple of spots. But um, And as far as trading back goes, it just makes me wonder about the quarterbacks. So when do we see the quarterbacks come off the board? And if there's one on the board and somebody covets it and they call the Ravens, maybe they potentially say, hey, there's too much value in these middle picks that we're going to get, and they do trade back. So. I think it would be contingent upon that, but I, I'd have no problem with the Steelers that called him and they said, "Sure, we'll take your draft picks." Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I saw that and like, oh, we can't help the Steelers. It's like, why? I was like, you're not helping the Steelers. You're helping yourself. And mm-hmm. so, who's yeah. your so on a trade back? And by the way, the we'll, we'll give you as we're uh, talking with Jeremy Kahn, one hundred five point seven, the fan. Uh, Big Bad Morning Show, the Falcons' uh, selection is in. Roger Goodell is going to tell us momentarily that they took Drake London, um, which is hmm. what you said, that uh, yeah. this could be the start of the uh, the run on the wide receivers. I think we could obviously see uh, the commanders uh, going the same route there, which, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that's a, a bad thing there. Seahawks certainly... Uh, we've mm-hmm. heard all the rumors with DK Metcalf, uh, whether they're going to find, whether they're going to move him, and if they think they're going to move him, do they go wide receiver here? So uh, I think you could see that run uh, on wide receivers here. Who who is your favorite receiver this year? I, for me, it's Jameson Williams. I, I just I, I I get I get the injury stuff. I, I do. But there was no wide receiver that I saw that was any better than he was through mm-hmm. their college career and. It's not like it's an injury that is is going to slow him down, or that they're not saying he can recover from and be the same old player. And if I have to wait six to eight weeks uh, for the best best wide receiver in the draft, okay, yeah, yeah. Some of these injuries, unless we're talking microfracture surgery, right. let's be honest, uh, an ACL tear, even an Achilles tear, it's not a death sentence anymore in in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, what have you, but. Um, so I, I always wonder when teams are like, oh, he gets dinged because he's hurt. Like, okay, give him the proper amount of time to come back and he'll be fine. You know, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I, I, and that's it. I mean, I, and all these wide receivers, like, I, I just want to say this, all these wide receivers, they're really close for me. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. but they're different. They're different guys. I mean, uh, Drake London is Mike Evans. I mean, I mean, you, you just, you watch him play and you're like, hey, that's Mike Evans in a USC uniform. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the comps they're going to. It's it just, it, yeah, it's just, it's just uncanny, though. I mean, Wilson's the speed guy. I mean, uh, you know, he, he, he runs all the routes. Uh, Olave is, is as good a route runner as in the draft. And then there's, and then there's uh, the, the guy that I, you know, Williams was my one. Um, I'm a big Traylon Burks fan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the, he's, He's the guy, you know, we, we always joke, everybody's got a type. Um, he's my type. Uh, yeah. well, that's <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I am with six, Olave. Yeah. Go, go ahead. The, but the 6'2", you know, 200-ish pound, you know, guys that just, just 
you know, run all the routes. Um, that that's the wide receiver I, I I love, and you know, so any of them. I mean, they they all they're all going to be, in my opinion, good pros. Well, and that's you know, for me, it's scheme above everything. But you know, when when I'm looking at wide receivers, to, uh, you know, if I'm going to go scheme, then I have to have great route runners, and that's what always attracts me with, yeah. with some of these guys. Sometimes you just look at athleticism. But if I'm going to run a certain scheme and I got guys that can put their foot in the ground and cut and get to open spots and have good hands, you know, I, I know that's a lot to ask, but you know, when you're drafting this early, but the funny thing is a lot of those guys work primarily out of the slot and slot receivers tend to slip in the draft. And I go, I, I don't understand it. It's another position on the field that you can attack with. I get it. The guys on the outside can be more valuable, but you can't sit here and tell me that you wouldn't love to have a Justin Jefferson right now, or even when, you know, Jarvis Landry was coming out. Sure. He could work outside, but he was better in the slot and, you see it from a lot of these guys, and that's what I see out of Olave. I just think that from his route running and his technique, that um, you know that that he's going to excel at the next level. And I think it's a very very safe pick. Yeah, we talked about it in our opening. It's like you know, what position would would we be upset with if 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 the Ravens took that position at, at fourteen? And and obviously, you know, we discounted tight end, running back, and, and, and quarterback because, that, mm-hmm. first of all, it's not happening and, and, and there's no there's no player that, that's going to go that high and obviously they're not taking quarterback that high. And we brought up the wide receiver and I, I'm just – I'm not against it. I, I, I've – you know, Ravens fan base has been very fickle during this uh, – this uh, draft season, uh, with what they like and what they don't like, and we've I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of people was adamantly against taking a wide receiver, and I, I'm I'm you know best player available at 14. If, if the if one of these wide receivers is the best guy left on their board and is higher than you know a Penning and higher than a, a Jordan Davis. Uh, or or higher than a, a Kyle Hamilton, then then take the wide receiver. What, let's work it out. You this is the reason you have ten picks and and you have and some flexibility to move around. And it's a deep draft in certain spots. I, I agree wholeheartedly. And and I I know people get tired of hearing me say it. That this is chess, not checkers. It's not oh okay we, we lost this position, this position, this position. Now we have to take them with our first three picks. You continuously do that, you're going to lose in the draft. You have to treat this like chess and be thinking two moves ahead. And that's why. You know, when the year when I was upset they didn't take O.J. Howard and they took Marlon Humphrey, I'm like, okay, let's take a look at the players and see what they do at the next level. Um, but but all of these things aside, you know, taking, uh, if, let's say Hamilton falls to him and they have him as a top-five talent, wouldn't you rather have that guy on your team and create packages for him? I mean, don't you find ways to get guys on the football field now instead of saying, hey, you're a D-end, you're a D-end, you're a linebacker. Like, they move him around and, and mix things up, so... Um, I'd be perfectly fine with it, although it would seem odd and not necessarily seem like uh, a need at that point. But when you're getting value, I think you take it. No, I I, I totally agree. And, and Seattle's on the board, and this was this was the first spot, and that I thought maybe the Ravens could jump into. It's not going to happen. Seattle is going to make a selection here. Um, you have a couple of uh, a tackle still on the board. You still have Jermaine Johnson on the board. If you're Seattle, and you know thought thought that maybe. Maybe this was a spot um, that that the Ravens could attack because maybe Seattle was, you know, could be in the in the market for a quarterback, but just didn't want to take one in the top ten. So, um, we'll yeah, see. and and it's a good spot too where you're not giving. I mean, you right, you're not giving up a ton, right, yeah, right. But yeah. you're, you know, you look at that chart, and I think it's fair for what they have. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going to let you go, my friend. Enjoy the rest of the draft. I appreciate you taking some time to come on. It'll be a, a long night. I know you got an early day, so uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I, do you go to sleep <laughs> on a night like this at all, or you know? So it, it all depends. Like a night like the NFL draft, I want to stay up, but I'm, if I'm sitting here and I start to fade, I'll catch up in the morning. I'm hoping to catch the Ravens pick, and if they don't trade back, and or if they pull the old Lamar move and move back right, into the right. first round, so. Um, and then find out about it in the morning. But, you know, it's, at least it's not like a game. It's easier to kind of catch up on. You can scroll through and go, oh, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> Good enough. Uh, Jeremy Kahn, 105.7 The Fan, uh, Big Bad Morning Show. Catch them on 105.7 tomorrow morning. They'll have everything going on about the draft and what the Ravens did. Thanks for your time, my friend. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, man. See you guys. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, excellent points. I mean, I, again, the, the wide receivers, uh, you know, they may be the best, best guys on the board coming up. After Here's what we're going to do. After the pick, pick is announced for Seattle, let's take another break. Uh, we're going to try to get uh, – uh, who are we going to try to get? Who, who's on the list at nine? I forget. I had so many people today. Uh, Cole Jackson. Cole Jackson. We're going to try to get Cole. Cole is uh, – uh, everybody knows Cole, okay? You, you know who he is. Um, uh, very good draft guy. Uh, really – does an excellent job uh, with the offensive line and defensive mm-hmm. line. Yep. Um, so perfect guy to have on. And right as we get, if the Ravens do not move up at any point, right around the 12th pick, we're going to get Stan the Fan um, uh, on. He's he's at the castle as the Ravens start to get uh, start to get going. Uh, Roger Goodell, I wonder if they're booing him. We don't have our sound up. Somebody tell them, tell us if they're booing him. I think it's a guarantee. It's, it's usually a guarantee, but it's like there's already there. maybe if I unmute yeah. myself. There's Ooh, already, there we go. Tackle Charles Cross. Charles Cross. There's already something on Twitter about him being booed mercilessly at the beginning by, of the draft. By the way, we're gonna take a break. You're listening to the uh, Project Game Day NFL Draft Special. By the way, the dream is still alive for Jermaine Johnson. We'll be right back. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit MDGambling help.org that first sip that first bite mm. start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at royal farms choose from a fantastic selection of fresh royal farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world at royal farms breakfast is available day and night it's the freshest breakfast in the world real fresh real fast royal farms Baseball is back, and so is the spring seasonal menu at Glory Days Grill. Start with the opener, flash-fried pork belly with our popular Korean number 2 sauce, and take a bite out of the Crunch Burger topped with home-run sauce, white American cheese, and house-made chips. It also features irresistible options like a baseball-cut sirloin with blue cheese, grilled shrimp with garlic butter, and a strawberry salmon salad. And then there's the closer, the Cracker Jack Sunday with a waffle, ice cream, and Cracker Jack. 
snacks. This menu will be going, going, gone at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. GloryDaysGrill.com to find out more. Great food, good sports. Baseball is back. I'm Paul Valley. And I'm Zach Goodman. You can find us live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon talking all things Orioles and Major League Baseball. Like the debuts of Adley Rutschman and Grayson Rodriguez. And how the rotation and bullpen are rounding into form. Watch us live at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline and Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Or you can listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. That's the bat around live with the latest in baseball coverage every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcast. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Hey, we're back. It's not Glenn Clark Radio. Stop saying that. It's Project Game Day's NFL Draft Special. Uh, by the way, we had a we have a feast here. Our good friends over at Alonzo's over on Falls Road did a great job of uh, providing us with some game day stuff. Uh, keep us nourished because we're through ten picks already. I mean, this isn't under an hour. We're uh, we're through ten picks. Uh, the Jets pick is in, but. Uh, Hey, make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4 available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, Jets here expected. I mean, you know, they they went uh, they went uh, with uh, they went with Gardner, right? Sauce. Yep. They went with Sauce, and then. The New York Jets, I, I have them going wide receiver. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me wherever they go. I mean, again. I have receiver uh, as well in my mind. You know, too. with the three with the three guys that – with the three um, tackles off the board, um, I, I don't know where to go next. We have uh, Cole Jackson with us. Cole, what's up, uh, my man? How's it going, guys? Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, no, thanks for joining us. I know you got your own thing going on, so we're kind of simulcasting back and forth with – with what you got going on. Uh, any surprises for you so far in the draft? I would say so far this draft is almost going, I guess I would say worst-case scenario uh, board of 14 for the Ravens. Uh, I definitely was surprised to see corners go back-to-back at 3-4, and four, but I never expected either of them to really fall out of the top 10. So it was more about, I guess, where they went within the top 10. Um, but I guess Charles Cross was a little bit of a surprise. I just made a joke on Twitter that, of course, the Seahawks of all teams would wait till after trading Russell Wilson to build no line. <laughs> um, but still, again, wasn't expecting him to fall. But there really hasn't been anyone taken that I guess I wasn't expecting. Um, we'll see here, I guess, if the wide receiver run starts that could maybe push like a Jermaine Johnson down to 14. But so far, I think it's going about how you expect it. I mean, obviously weak QB class no one seems to want to reach so going about as expected well the good news is the Jared the Jermaine Johnson dream is still alive it is is alive because the New York Jets go from their wide receiver Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State the speedster Um, so a couple uh, a couple wide receivers come off the board Uh, you know I've said uh, for a while uh, you know you know, we get into this thing, and I'm going to ask you the same question. You know, 
what do we want the Ravens to do and what do we expect the Ravens to do, which are sometimes two different things. One of my big things is I want them I, I want them somehow, whether it's a trade up or sit at fourteen and take Jermaine Johnson, I think it's the biggest hole that they have on their team. Where do you stand as far as what do you think they're gonna do as they there's four picks away and what what would you like them to do? Yeah, great question because it's a, it's a great way to frame it because there's always our opinion versus what we think they'll do. Um, I, what I would like to see is them get a dynamic pass rusher, whether they um, see that as a Jermaine Johnson, which I think based on his film um, this year, I think that makes a ton of sense, uh, whether they see that as the projectable traits of a Jordan Davis where he truly does have that kind of pass rush upside, um, maybe didn't put it all on tape given how much two-gap he got asked to do in Georgia's defense. Um, but what do I expect them to do? I mean, it's been a weird week. You get the, the reports of Ronnie Stanley's health, the reports of the interest in, in, in Trevor Penning, and it really does feel like uh, Trevor Penning is such a Baltimore Ravens kind of guy. He's got all those intangible measurements, um, everything that they kind of covet in their tackles. So that's really, you know, sometimes when there's smoke, there's fire, and it really seems to be, uh, that interest in Trevor Penning may come to fruition. Okay, let's 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 pull the blanket away from KZ and Cole Jackson. Okay, we talk a lot over the internet, don't we, about draft? Who was the first person I sent you this year? Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was Trevor Penning, and so that's the, that's my he was one of my first film rooms that I did on my YouTube channel, and it all got sparked by Ken sending it. Um, and and that was the thing. Like when I went back and watched him, I didn't dislike him. He was a first rounder to me. Um, so it's not that I I think there's been some narratives out there that mostly from I'm an O line guy. I'm an O line coach. Uh, one-on-ones in camp settings are so or disadvantageous to offensive linemen. It's it's crazy to me. So I don't think he's as bad as some people seem to think he is. That's for sure. Okay. So yeah. just in, Saints made a trade-up with the, uh, the commanders. I still got to get used to saying that. Taking the 11th spot, uh, the Saints will now pick up that spot. We're waiting to see what the compensation is. But Cole, you uh, you're my go-to guy when we're talking about the O-line stuff. Uh, the top three are off the board. We know that you and KZ are big uh, Penny guys, but who after that do you see being the next guy off the board, whether it be Linderbaum or Zion Johnson? Who's your guy that would be next up? My guy would be Zion Johnson. I absolutely loved his tape. I had a ball with it. Um, the stuff he did at the Senior Bowl – he struggled with snapping when he played center, but he, he showed his ability off the snap to get his hands up, show the quickness. Um, so he brings that kind of center guard versatility. I think that center ability may not be year one for him, but it does look like down the road ability. Um, but he's scheme diverse. He's physical. I have a huge, 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 I'll say, physicality bias. Um, if I see a college football player that doesn't play physical, it's always going to concern me. Uh, with how they're going to play at the NFL level, and that was mostly why I had Evan Neal at number three in my top three. It was just he was the least physical across Icky and Neal. So um, that's one of the things I love about Zion Johnson. Um, and I think his sneaky guy, because I think of how pro-ready he is, is Bernard Raymond. Um, the 25, he's 25 years old. That's always going to kind of turn you off. 
Ravens fans went through that with uh, with Hayden Hurst, and you know, the, being physically maxed out is relevant, but he's pro ready, he's super athletic, he's great in pass protection, he's got a lot of those things that I think NFL teams are going to covet, and that might just make them live with his age. Yeah, uh, you know, I. I... I can't get past the age with him. I, I really like the player on tape. I, I just, I, if I'm going to go in that direction, um, I, and I don't know what you think about his, but I, I'm going to go Tyler Smith. I don't know if he's a guard or a tackle um, in, uh, in in the NFL uh, right now, but um, I really like his tape out of Tulsa. What, what's your view on him as a guy that you know? Start, I started him in my in my when I did my first mock. I had him in there. Um, and he stayed there for me. Where, where are you on, on Mr. Smith? Smith reminds me actually a lot of Penning. He's a, he's a guy that has all the measurements. He has all the athletic ability. He just really needs to tweak his technique. He, he needs kind of a – well, he, his hands, I would say hands in your pocket. That's when your hands are too low coming off, coming off the ball, um, and your hands are basically down at your hips. So he's a hands-in-my-pocket kind of guy. He's an outside hands guy. Uh, Penning and Smith basically led – college football penalties for offensive tackles, but I very rarely concern about fixing a player's hands. It's, it's, you know, anytime you have to fix any technique issue, it's projectable, but I'm way more concerned when I have to fix an offensive tackle's feet. Um, you don't have that issue with Smith. You know, he's physical. He's, again, physicality bias coming into play there, yeah. um, but he's, you know, he's physical. He's got the Mueller mentality. He's a tone setter. Um, he looked like a first-rounder to me. I, I think end of the first round, but he just has, again, all those things that NFL teams covet. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what that's what I saw. And, I, I, you know, you, you said something very important there, and that's the feet. It, it, everything else can be coached up, uh, but you can't coach up feet, um, you know. Uh, you either have it or you don't, is my opinion. By the way, Washington's going to get the 16th overall pick, a third-round pick, 98, and a fourth-round pick, 120, in exchange for the 11th overall pick. So uh, you get you get a third and a fourth flop ones. Uh, we'll see who the Saints are coming, are coming up for. Um, maybe we see our first quarterback. I mean, they have been linked uh, to a quarterback uh, with one of their picks. Later in the in the draft, when they were down at uh, at sixteen and nineteen, uh, the only thing I, I question here is if it is a quarterback, who are you jumping over to get a quarterback for? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know maybe either. Houston. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I I'm just I'm just looking at. I mean, the Vikings aren't taking one. Maybe the Texas Ravens aren't. Eagles aren't. Who are you jumping over? I, 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 that's why I like to think, that's why I almost, I almost think it's not a quarterback because I don't know that anybody was taking a quarterback there unless they thought somebody else, unless they were worried about the Steelers coming up and taking Willis, you know, ahead of them. I, I, I don't know. Um, after this pick, we're going to let you go. Cause I know you got your own thing going on. I truly appreciate you giving us a couple minutes tonight, but Give me a guy, if the Ravens do not go offensive line in round one, give me somebody more round three-ish, four-ish that you'd be okay with. I think everyone out there is sick of me mocking Rasheed Walker. Yeah, me too. Me too, Uh, which means it's never going to (laughs) happen. I mean, he's even from Maryland, so it just makes too much sense. Uh, But he, he has been my guy. Um, there's a lot of zone. 
I mean, it's mostly because college football is so zone-heavy, but he's a gap-fit scheme. He's played three years in the Big Ten. He, he can play right away for you, I think. So Rasheed Walker out of Penn State around pick 100 just makes a ton of sense to me. So besides everybody that should be following you at Cole Jackson, FB on Twitter, and two guys watching football podcasts and all like that, what, what, where else can we find you? Because I know you're, you're worldwide now and, and, and everywhere, it seems, these days. <laughs> Well, I actually downsized, so I'm just doing the two guys watching football YouTube channel and uh, coverage on Twitter. So that's I've just kind of downsized uh, to just doing that, and it's going really well this year uh, through my first full year on YouTube. Sounds good, my friend. Always enjoy our time and 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 our 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 going back and forth, and we'll see. Maybe may, maybe Mr. Penning becomes a Raven in a couple minutes, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate all of you. Hey, hey, have a have a good rest. I know you're doing your thing. Uh, do your thing. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I shouldn't plug it here, but go go on to Twitter. Look up Cole Jackson. They're doing a great Ravens centric podcast. So when you're when when we go on break for three minutes, go listen to them because they're fantastic. And then after three minutes, come back to us, and we'll 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 do we'll we'll make both shows great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it so much, guys. Thank you. Okay, take care, Cole. Thanks, Cole. Take care, guys. So, so the Saints, they're they're taking. I don't know what they're doing. It's taken so long. I mean, like, they've had they've had like picks. seven people <laughs> up there talking. Now, Austin, why Austin Eckler for the Saints? For the Saints, and is talking something about. There's a Bolts guy up there. I don't. There's a Chiefs guy up there. This is ridiculous. The pick has been in. This is taken longer than Detroit. To make their pick, and they've been, then they've been. I mean, this is crazy. I get the. Now they're now they're all leaving. They're still not announcing the pick. Uh, NFL, come on! I think their four minutes ran up like eight minutes ago. It was like crazy. We were going, we were going so well. NFL has got some advertising. They were going a little too quick. I don't know what's happening. Down a little. By the way, while 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 they're deciding, you can join a proud new generation of Baltimore police and make an active difference in your community. Start with competitive wages and excellent benefits on day one. Join f- for good at bpdrecruit.org. Hey, the Saints came up and got their guy, Chris, Chris Olave. Olave. Now, that's interesting. Um, again, the 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 commanders uh, could have taken – I had them going wide receiver um, – they they trade back to sixteen. Maybe there's another guy there, but we're now at pick twelve. Ravens are up in two two picks. Let's get Stan. Let's go get Stan. See what see what see With what's going on in the castle because you know uh, the Vikings are up. I think this is a spot where you do gotta kind of worry if, if you the main gotta, will go here. You gotta kind of worry about the Vikings because the cornerbacks are off the table. They could use an edge. I think they need a wide receiver more than anything else. But three of those wide receivers are gone. Three are gone. And there's only what the last one would be. This is one. going to be a fascinating exercise now that we have had our first trade they came up they were worried about somebody taking a wide receiver over them 
Their guy was Chris Olave out of Ohio State. To me, outside, and I'm taking everything I say about wide receivers the rest of the night, besides Jamison Williams, okay? Besides Jamison Williams, best route runner by far Olave. in a draft. I mean, I thought he should have come out last year. Hey, he's my guy, receiver. Okay. See, thought he could have come out last year. But the Ravens are up. I guess they're up in, what do we pay? They're up in two picks. Up oh, another trade. Detroit Lions. Oh, my goodness. They had the 32nd pick. They have come up to 12, and they rushed. Oh. Is this where we see the first quarterback? Oh, this could be a quarterback. Hey, Stan. Stan Charles. There was another yes, trade. Sir. We got two trades in a row. This is getting. Well, I knew that the Lions had traded up. Well, you're 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 pick. a minute ahead of me. So so the Lions are coming up. Could could they could they take quarterback? This would be fantastic if they took a quarterback. So where get, give me give me where you know you're at the castle. You're you're in the middle of everything. Give me kind of the the sense of what's going on there. We're two picks away. I gotta be honest with you. I don't think anybody has a clear idea of what what the Ravens' options will be. I will tell you that during the Ozzie Newsome years, what what you what used to happen sometimes is players would fall to Ozzie. You know, Todd Heap fell to Ozzie, Bowler fell to Ozzie a little bit, uh, and maybe this Jeremiah Johnson, who was ranked uh, at, as high as like number seven or eight, could could be falling. But I, I it's hard to imagine. The Lions, who've already taken uh, Aiden Hutchinson, are going to jump in and get another defensive end. So that would really leave only the Vikings and the Tex—I mean, the uh, the Texans at thirteen. If the Vikings don't take Jeremiah Johnson, the Ravens could possibly have Johnson fall to them. Possible. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a wild gander here that the Lions have traded up. To get Trent McDuffie, I know nothing. I'm just telling you this. The Eagles also yeah. just traded for the Houston Houston's pick at 13. Oh wow! We've that I like. That I like. You know why I like that? Because I know who they're taking, and this is fantastic. Because the because they just they just traded to get ahead of the Ravens to take Jordan Davis. So the dream is alive for my boy. Who's your boy? Who's your boy? You want Jamison Williams? No, I I want Jermaine Johnson. I've said okay. this all along. I've said I thought they needed to trade up for him. Right. I'm I'm turning out that I hope I'm wrong. Um, but I will read though. You'll read is that the Lions have jumped. You follow this a lot more closely than I do, and I got to tell you, I've asked everybody out here. Who do you think the Ravens will end up with? Everybody says this time around. Don't have any idea. Don't have any idea. Yeah. No, nobody has idea because you didn't know because this was going to be one of the most. By the way, the Lions received a the twelfth pick and a second round pick forty six. They gave up their thirty second, thirty fourth, and and it went away for me. And it was a third round pick. And a third round. I just wanted to. I just wanted to give you one really interesting insight. Though I was looking at Mel Kuyper's write-ups on the top 17 players I took with me yes. to, to camp here tonight. And at number seven, they've got Jermaine Johnson going to the Giants. And what's interesting, he says, I have Kevon Thibodeau ranked higher than Johnson, but it's very close. Well, Thibodeau did, did go higher than Johnson, yes. clearly. Johnson had 12 sacks last season, showing great bend off the edge. He'd be a great fit 
in Don Martindale's defense. Wouldn't it be ironic if the Ravens end up with Jermaine Johnson, who Mel Kuyper wrote up at that Yeah, I think think it was great. By the way, the the Lions, by the way, I'm just going to say it right now, I love what the Lions just did. I, they just came up and got the best wide receiver in this draft in Jamison Williams. I don't care that he's injured. He'll be yep. healthy. He is yep. He is the best wide no receiver I have it. seen no question in three about years yep. in college. Yep. Period. So that means the only team that could spoil the Ravens right now would be the uh Eagles. Texans. No, the Eagles. The Eagles, no, the te- the Eagles have jumped up. Oh, okay. And made a trade to get ahead of the Baltimore Ravens. Now, why yeah. would you get ahead of the Baltimore Ravens? Because if you want, if you want either Johnson or Jordan Davis, you yeah. would, you would. Yeah. Now, now we have with us in studio Joe Serpico. Joe, mm-hmm. who's your team outside of the Ravens? Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia is what Philadelphia Eagles need. Defensive end. Cornerback, <laughs> defensive wide end, receiver. quarterback, wide receiver. Joe, who do who do you think they like more, Johnson or Davis? Oh, I think Johnson is a little bigger of a need right now, just because they're mm. aging at the defensive end position, and they still right. have Fletcher Cox and uh, Jason Hargrave on the interior. So I, I do think that it would be Johnson, but I also wouldn't be opposed to say an Andrew Booth. Uh, that's why I think there's a possibility they jumped ahead of the Ravens because maybe they see them taking a cornerback at that spot there, um, and that being their guy there to pair with Darius Slay and have your two hopefully shut down corners in the secondary for years to come. So you just named two interior defensive linemen that are long in the tooth. Yeah. KZ, can I just ask you, do you still think at this late juncture that the Ravens could trade back out of this pick? I don't with who's on the board absolutely not. I think okay. I think you have you have right here three guys that they would I think that they have ranked high. I think they have Jermaine Johnson high. I think mm-hmm. they uh, four guys. Jermaine Johnson, Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington, Kyle Hamilton, I know it's not a fit, but the safety out of Notre Dame which I yeah. had very high in my personal rankings. And I think, and then you have Jordan Davis. I think you have those guys and Trevor Penning all yeah, on their Penning, board. Penning is Penning is the long shot pick, but you know uh, they cannot go into this season nope. just sort of. Well, we we know uh, Ronnie Stanley will nope. be back. To me, they have to plan as almost as, as if Ronnie Stanley isn't on the team. Preach to, to the me. choir. Preach yeah. to the choir. I've been yelling about this since we started talking about draft. I don't I I don't want to know and we talked about this earlier. I don't want to know who you have. Yep. I want to know who you have right this second. Can Ronnie Stanley play a football game like a top five offensive lineman that he was before his injuries today? And if yep. that answer is no, you better go grab Mr. Penning because yep. we're not yep. living like we lived last year with this garbage offensive line that what they put I, out there for constantly. And what I read about what I read about him is that he's got a nasty streak. He does, and that that smacks a little bit of uh, like a Marshall Yonder type of mentality on that offensive line. 
it's clearly something that's lacking right I, I'm now gonna admit here. I'm going to admit here. If this is Jermaine Johnson, I'm going to be a little bit upset. I'm going to be. I'm going to be a li- li- Well, I'm away bit. from the TV. I stepped outside well, so that's I could fine. chat. I don't, are are no, the no, Ravens up? No, are no, the Ravens Philadelphia, up? The Philadelphia pick has not been announced yet. Oh, okay. Says, so we're it waiting, says we're it, it says it's in. But we and you know what? Them. I'm fine to keep talking to no, you no, we'll until you talking. tell me what the, we'll, what the we're, pick we're, is. We're going we're, we're we're to inform Stan as we're informing everybody else. But, of course, in typical NFL fashion, because they do this constantly, and it's oh, just geez. annoying, they go yeah. to freaking commercial when the pick yeah. is in. Well, they either go to commercial or how about how many times do we need to see that there's a huge crowd there? That, that shot from way back where out in the boondocks. I don't know. That, that zooms in over, you know, 10,000 or 20,000 people. Stan, you know? while we're waiting for the pick, okay, yes. I just want to tell you that the latest edition of Press Box is now available. And on the cover, Luke Jackson profiles Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman. He's going to be up soon, right? He's going to be up soon. Okay. I think he'll be up by the, by the third week in May. But let me just tell you this. Uh, there's no, I, you know, I'm as pessimistic right now about the Orioles as you can be watching this product every night. But I got to tell you, last night I went to uh, Aberdeen. Number one hitter was a guy named Connor Norby, infielder. He will play in the big leagues and be a contributing player. I don't know if he'll be a solid everyday player. The second batter was Rutschman who we know is playing at Aberdeen because of the rehab. Right. The third hitter is this kid, Kobe Mayo, that they paid over slot and took him out of Parkland High School and outside of Miami. That's where the terrible shooting was. Right. Where that one nut killed about eight kids. Um, he hit two home runs on Tuesday night. Last night, we watched him, and we were really impressed with him. Third time he comes up, I said to Luke, He's faced this guy two times. I think he's going to handle something here. He hit a shot that was like, you know, watching Mark McGuire in, you know, in the old days, whether he was on Roids or not back then or not. But he's also homered tonight. That's four home runs in three nights. Don't be surprised if he's up at Bowie from Aberdeen in about three weeks or so. Wow. He, is a, he is a monster. The fourth batter... Last night was Colton Kowser. All he did was have three-fourths of a cycle, a double, triple, single, and knocked in a few runs. It's the best one, two, three, four, four hitters in a row. I don't care if it was one, two, three, four in the lineup. It's the best four hitters I've ever seen in an Oriole minor league game, and I've been watching them since back in the 80s. Well, that's good Good to hear because we need yeah. that. Uh, but also inside... The, the latest edition of Press Box. Talk, uh, Bull Smoker took a look at how the Ravens' 2021 draft picks can make progress this season. Glenn Clark offered a very unique tribute to a former rival, Mike. Oh, my God. Krzyzewski. Is that yep. – he actually spelled – So, the, sometimes – Really? 
I know how to say his name, but I don't even know what that says. Oh, my God. And all the Maryland, I'm sorry. On the read, he, like, phonetically spelled it for me. I'm going to kill him. And all Maryland fans he get did a that last week, too. Oh, my God. That's, insult- that's insulting. It is insulting. I mean, I understand where it's coming from, but it is insulting. By the way, press box available for free in over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire dish as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBox.com. Online.com. By the way, the pick is still in. They're back for a commercial, and they still haven't announced the pick. Yeah, I, what are they, so what I, are they I, announcing? I, Something to do with I the schedule again? Know. That thing know. where they had Tony uh, Gonzalez up, and, and I don't know who the other guy was. That was very so they gave up. They gave up. They flipped, they flipped uh, their first-round picks, the Eagles, and gave up a fourth and two-fifths to come up and get this. And I, I teased Joe – uh, before and I said, you know, he named two interior defensive linemen, um, but I think both of them are eligible for Social Security next year. Uh, and and I, let me I, just be clear: they did not jump up. They did not make that trade before the Lions' pick was no, in. No, they thinking they were going to get right Williams. After. It was right after. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, so the the Eagles are on the board, but we're now going to introduce the punt, pass, and kick. Winners, um, apparently. So, so we may we may never find out who the Eagles select. How can you do this before the Ravens? Okay, so so the Eagles jump up. They jumped up in front of the Ravens because they wanted. Oh my God, we're still talking. Oh God, never mind. He's still introducing everybody. But I, like I said, you know, you look at the guys that were rumored to go to the Ravens, and you yep. look at what they need. To me, it it's it's McDuffie because that was a guy that was was at the Ravens. I would be heartbroken if it's Jermaine Johnson. And as I mentioned before, you you're the Eagles. I get that your interior guys came back, but they're long in the tooth. What better to to do is to get the next guy up and 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 Jordan uh, Davis. Jordan Davis here out of Georgia. I don't know which one it is. Please don't be Jermaine Johnson. Oh. But are you, a, you would not be upset if it is the O-lineman from Iowa State, Penning. From Northern Iowa, no. I'll be, I'll be ecstatic. That's my guy. That's okay. my guy from day yeah. one. I didn't yeah. mock him here. I, I, by all, I'm going to be honest. I, I fell for the banana in the tailpipe mm-hmm. and, and looked at everything, and I really thought Jermaine Johnson would be gone before right. here. And I, I said that Jordan Davis is a is a Ravens type guy, you know, the Nanas, mm-hmm. the the Williams. It made a lot of sense. Right. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't care what the Ravens board looks like. I don't care who's on it. You have the biggest need that you have ever had in any spot here for is, long. is edge rusher. Edge rusher. Okay. Okay. Well I and and look, I get I would love penning here. Yeah. But, but maybe I'm silly, and probably am, and I know everybody listening and watching thinks I'm the number one person in the world that is not a Ravens fan that talks about the Ravens. I want the best for the Ravens always. Yeah. If the Ravens truly think, and this is where this pick comes for me, if the Ravens truly think, and I know they thought it last year, that Ronnie Stanley can come back and play at a high level, then Jermaine Johnson putting him opposite Adafi Owe right. makes them a better football team today. Right. I, I don't know how in the world they could be convinced today 
that Ronnie Stanley is going to be and if And if he can't, if Ronnie Stanley yeah. today, and I agree, today yeah. can't play a football game at a high level, then Penning right. has to be this pick. It yeah. has to be the pick. You cannot, you cannot do this to Lamar Jackson and company. You cannot do this with everybody, your, your running backs that are coming back from injury. You cannot do what we did last year. And I'm not. I'm going to be disappointed, and I'll be very honest, if it's not one of those two players. Trent McDuffie's yep. a fine football player. Yep. You have two starting corners right now. You have Brandon Stevens, who's better than I thought he was going to be. Right. Uh, uh, you know, he was. I mean, I, I when they made the pick, I didn't even know who he was. He wasn't. I, I have. Look, I have. Everybody look at all the papers. I got all these papers. Last year, he wasn't on my paper. Okay. I just got to. I just got to ask you seriously. Yes. Did they give the Eagles five more minutes or something like that? This has been this the, the longest, longest pick ever. This is the longest pick of the night. I mean, at no least, question they, at about least it. they announced it. At least they. I mean, they did do. They did. <laughs> they did a commercial. A cutback right. and, an, and, right. a, and an introduction of people who had nothing to do with the pick. Um, right. Now we got the. They haven't even. They're still talking about Jordan Davis. They haven't even gone to the Ravens selection. So we're at the Ravens selection. Do you need to get? Wait back a minute. Have the Eagles? Have the Eagles? Yeah, made a Jordan pick Davis. Yet? Jordan Davis. Okay, got it. Jordan got Davis it. is their pick. Okay. I think the Ravens will take Johnson or Penning, and I, I honestly feel. That penning is the the bigger need right now. I, I'm telling you right now, we're gonna have our first conniption from KZ like that rhymes. If it's not one of those two players, all right, we're just going to. I I no. I, I you know the uh, and I I'm I gonna, don't think I'm there's any one ca- good. I'm gonna say one I, caveat. The pick is yeah. in for the Ravens, by the way. Okay, one caveat in all this: the top player left on my board, right, is Kyle Hamilton. Now. They don't need Kyle Hamilton, right. but the Ravens. If you're if if you are a historian with the Ravens, the Ravens take best player available in round one, especially. I Ravens fans are going to kill it. I'm not going to yep. kill it. I'm not going to kill it if that's the pick. I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's, it's got to be Johnson. It's, I think it's, it's got to be Johnson. Or Penning, I will say that Johnson is falling to them and is probably a higher-ranked player. But to me, the greater need is that offensive line. I'm I just saw, telling you. I saw Johnson by people that I respect as high as four yep. in this draft. Somebody had him go into the Jets at four. That's right. how, that, That's what they thought of him. Right. So right. I, he's, I just, a, he's a guy, I think they'll probably take Johnson because he's a higher-ranked player on their board. So I've said six names. I'm going to guess because of my history with the Ravens, it's none of the six. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm going to guess because I've never – You sound like Stan I, I, I have, No, no, I have never – and I mean this. Um, last year was the first year that I've ever gotten a first-round pick in my 15 years of doing this of the, of the Ravens in, right. in, in, in Bateman. It's the first time <laughs> I've ever, ever – Got one right. So I, I just I listed I listed six people here. I listed four people online this afternoon. One of those people are gone in Jordan Davis. Right. I listed Penning, I listed McDuffie, and I listed um Jermaine Johnson. Johnson. Those yep. were the those were the four that I said if they stuck at fourteen, that's the range for me. Yeah. Again, 
It's a, it's a, it's an interesting calculus, though, KZ, because you you've kind of laid it out for everybody out there that the Ronnie Stanley decision has to be it has to be a factor here. Now they may say we got two or three guys we think can do what Penning does that we can get in the second okay, the or third pick, round. So in. that may be part of the calculus, and it's why I think they'll still pick Johnson here with so, this pick. So. So here's who they you want to know who they picked? Yes. They picked the they picked the best player available. And that's Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Now okay. Ravens fans, I I'm just let's just yep. throw it out there. I don't care what you think at this point. Okay? I I, I the Ravens historically take are, the best player. Take the best yep. player on their board. This is a top ten kid. He's okay. my uh, Stan, he's my number one player in the draft. But because right. of the position that he plays, right, it it, it, it tweaked what how he much ran, he was going to be in demand. Okay. The, the, everybody's killing so him because love, of what he had in his shorts. Everybody, I love the pick. I'm okay. not I'm not going to trash the pick again. It's not. I wanted Jermaine Johnson. Okay, did anybody even say Kyle Hamilton in our in our uh, our little thing? I don't even know if anybody. Did. I don't think so. I don't know if anybody <clears throat> did. Um, you know, I I just. I'm not going to knock the pick. It's the best player available. He's the best player on the board. Sporting News says he's one of the most complete, intimidating yeah. safety prospects. Yeah, I mean ever. it's not like, like until until he ran like like his game film. I, I always go, I'm a film guy. Of course, if your film if your film is good, it's good. I don't care that they say he ran a four seven. Uh, it, it, he plays faster. He plays faster. Oh well, they signed Marcus Williams as, as a safety. They have Chuck Clark. Figure it out. I don't, want to, I don't want to cut you off, but more breaking news. Marquise Browns has been traded I'm, to the Cardinals. I'm going to walk back inside and warm yeah, up. Yeah, you go inside. You go inside. Do you want me to, do you want me no, to because, check back in with you yeah, after, because you're, after you're, the press conference? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, because you're you're about to get a big dose. I'm not going to tell you. We... You want to hear? You want to hear the news you're about to walk into? Twenty third. What's it? Pick. What is it? Marquise Brown has been traded to the Arizona Cardinals for the twenty third overall pick today. And number wow. one hundred. And number wow. one hundred. What? Wait. Wow. The Ravens traded their number one hundred and Marquise Brown for the number twenty three pick. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's wild. Okay, let's have some fun. Uh, All right. Okay, I'll stand All the right. fan. Uh, we'll get I'll... you back. All right. All right. So I tweeted uh, as the draft started. Let's go. Let's get nuts. We just got nuts. We just got nuts is an understatement. They traded his boy. <laughs> That's his boy. <laughs> oh, my God. He traded his bull. Oh my god, this is crazy. Uh, uh, you know, there were some rumors of some receivers going tonight, but I don't think uh, Brown was on top of anybody's, uh, you know, wish list or anything of that nature. I don't. So I don't okay, hate it for I'm gonna the Cardinals. Let, I'm going to let you do because I on draft day I don't like to go on Twitter because I don't want to. I don't want to see picks. Okay, so I try to stay off of Twitter. You can go to Twitter, but. Ravens Nation has to be freaking going nuts right now. Of course it's probably. Of course it they is. They traded his boy. Hmm. <laughs> you know what that I, tells I, me. I, I don't, I don't so, get it. So, so, so I'll tell you what to say. You can't drop big passes constantly <laughs> for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't care who you are. 
Catch the freaking ball. Get up. I am so thrilled about this. Goodbye. Rashad Bateman, step on up, my boy. You the man. You the man. Let's go get another one. Let's go get, let's go get uh, Burks. Let's put Burks. Let's go get Dotson at 23. There you go. Let's go. Let's go get guys. Because here's what it was. See all the money? See, see all the money that, that the wide receivers were getting? Hey? Marquise, hey, we're paying Marquise, Marquise Brown that. Yep. Kenyon Green goes to uh, the uh, a little bit early. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, Kenyon Green goes to the Houston Texans. At 15. Boy, that was the quickest pick of the draft <laughs> since uh, Hutchinson. They didn't even report it yet. They, they What, the Hollywood trade? They just did. Oh, they did? Right before the pick, they just did. Where's Kenyon Green? I had him way late. I had him. I had him in the Buccaneers. I had him, yeah, I believe I had him in the Buccaneers as well. Um. Wow. Uh. Uh. You need to call Glenn Clark right now. I'm sorry. Don't. Don't. I don't care what's going on. I want to hear the reaction at Maryland Live right now because this. Look, it was a wild ten minutes. I, I can probably do less than that. I don't care who the Ravens took anymore. Yeah. Nobody cares. The Ravens are, are marketing geniuses. Nobody's talking about the draft pick. They just made a draft pick. They took Kyle Hamlin. Nobody's talking about the draft pick. This is fantastic. I don't you, you better text him and tell him to get his butt on the phone. I don't care what's going on. Get him on the phone. Oh my God. By the way, sports betting has come to Maryland. And we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets with Glenn Clark and Paul Valley. Bet you didn't have this bet. Didn't have this one, did y'all? <laughs> Every Tuesday morning at 1140, FanDuel Sportsbook, GM Bruce Billick, and V-Sins Aaron Ulster. Join the guys every single week to give you all the info you need and even a few winners. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday, 11.40 a.m., brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBox.com slash radio or watch at YouTube.com slash PressBox online. Woo! We having fun now? Everybody happy? Draft night got interesting. You don't have to worry about that trade back scenario where uh, we're just sitting around and, you know, like a couple years ago with the whole Lamar situation. We got another pick to go. We got another pick. They can still, they can still, and plenty somebody, I'll say this. I'll say this. And I don't, I forget who did it. And I want to give them credit, but I forget who did it. But somebody wrote an article of how the Ravens could have three first round picks in this year's draft. I just saw it. I don't, it was on, I don't know. I wish I could remember what publication it was because I would give them credit no matter who it is. But this is the way. Like, they can still get into the back of the th- – like, they can go get the back of the first round still. Yep. Wow. They traded Marquise Brown, everybody. And now is – at 23, are we just assuming that's where his replacement's going to be now? Or are we talking, like you said before, would it be Burks or a Dotson or – Are they trading 23 and Tyler next year's first-round pick for Debo? There you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That could be a thing <laughs> as well. <laughs> just gave me uh, a stop. No. Debo doesn't make any sense here. I get it. He's a wide receiver and he can run the football. 
What do you mean it doesn't make sense here? It, it makes sense everywhere. He doesn't want to run the football. That's why he wants out of San Francisco. That's, yep, that's, that's the argument He wants out of San Francisco because he doesn't want to play running back. So why would they? Why why would the Ravens like like all of a sudden he's going to say, well, now that I'm with the Ravens, I'm okay with it? No, and and you want to be honest, I don't want to run the football. I got a quarterback and two bulldozer running backs to run the football. Stop giving it to the wide receivers. You can't run an end around anyway. It goes for two yards every single time. Yep, it's just not in the uh, not in the in the cards for when it comes to the Ravens' offense. Even I wonder. I wonder when they called Marquise Brown if he dropped the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what an ass! <laughs> no. He's not a Raven anymore. Who <laughs> 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 Oh, go catch passes. Go catch passes from Kyler Murray while he's running around and throwing off his back foot. You don't even know if he's going to be. Wow! I can't. I'm really stunned. This came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, I didn't like we were talking about before. This is not the receiver. You know, there was an entire draft class. Let's just put it that way, because Brown was the first receiver taken in that class. We heard about your Metcalfs and your Debo's and your McLaurins and AJ Brown, Ooh, and it was maybe they trade for Metcalf. And it's Brown. Maybe they trade for Metcalf. Twenty third pick for Metcalf. He had some drop issues last year too, though. I don't care. It's Metcalf. Yeah, he's he's a big he, boy. Yeah, I was gonna say he's <laughs> a whole other animal on the field. <laughs> he's a big boy, and you can do some things with him. Woo! You can't do with Hollywood. Maybe they can move back up and take Penning now or Johnson. Possibilities well, are endless right now. Say, well, what about Penning just sitting there at 23? He ain't getting 23. You don't think so? He ain't getting past the Chargers. Ain't no way he's getting past the Chargers. I think that's where I have him, actually. I, 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 yeah. can't, I can't see him getting past the Chargers. Or, or, I don't know. Do the Saints still have? Yeah, Saints, Saints have, have, their, Saints have, have 19. 19. Yeah, so he could go there. He could go well. there. But I, I, if Chargers passing on him would be, would be a surprise. What's Twitter doing right now? What's what? Is our, anybody talking on our Facebook feed? Are we on live? Are we here? Are we here? Because somebody's got to be commenting about something. There's got to be something oh, hold about on, hold this on. whole Marquise news. Pe- that's pe- for sure. People texted me. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me see what the what the text bot has. Oh, we got more news from Adam Schefter. Titans are planning to trade wide receiver AJ Brown to the Eagles. <laughs> no, no, oh. bring me AJ Brown. That's oh. the Brown we should have taken when we took Marquise. Oh, that. Oh is my God. Some news. Oh my God! Oh my, my! Uh, I love it. AJ Brown to Philadelphia. No, no. Well, it gets him out of the. That's fine. If you're gonna, if you're gonna say that, <laughs> if Andrew Seck has said, KZ went from I'll be really disappointed if they don't draft one of these guys to I'm not disappointed. <laughs> no, well, I did. I said because I I would, but he was one of the six I mentioned. But I I wanted the edge rusher. By the way, the the uh, I. Is there still a draft going on? Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Dotson, uh, I uh, speedster, good player, uh, goes to wa- uh, goes to Washington. I can call him Washington still. <laughs> I just can't call him the other thing. The Commanders with their first pick in the 2022 draft, trading down, still getting the speedster that they want. Not necessarily that they want, but a speedster. Wide receivers are going off the board. This is crazy, but th- but now at twenty three, I oh I want Burks. Packers are going to take Burks. Uh, um, that's where I have Burks going as well. He's just he's there. He just type fits of player. there. Yeah, he's just he their fits type there. Of player. I want Burks. Make another trade. So wow. we haven't gotten to that point yet, but I was you know once we got down there, I need a drink. The, Did we bring alcohol? Am I allowed to say that? Is it? 
Glenn did a whole drinking show That's over true. Christmas. Yeah. Where is Glenn? <laughs> Glenn Clark. Get him on the phone. I called him. I texted him. He didn't answer. Call Sarita. Somebody. We got to get I, I I have to hear what the what the people over at Live are talking about. Because this is – oh, man. All right. A little comp update on this trade. Uh, the <laughs> Philadelphia gave up their, the 18th pick and a third-round pick for A.J. Brown. I'm going to admit, I think – yes, that's what I was going to say. I think that's a little light, if you ask me, considering what we've seen uh, the likes of Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill go for. What, what was that? It was going to cost them to pick up his fifth-year option, like $14, 15000000 million? Who would that be? We're talking about Marquise. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was somewhere around that. So now, they're, now they're going to get a now now, now they're going to get a wide receiver somewhere in this draft. It's going to cost them like three. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then you can allocate that money elsewhere. I remember. A I still statement. think they need a. I remember a statement that uh, that H H W O made. Um, by the way, Zion, Zion Johnson, my boy Penning's falling. Wow, he is falling. Falling. Maybe he falls 23. Norm Rust said the Ravens just got a first-round pick for a jar of marshmallow cream. (laughs) My God. (laughs) (sighs) Come on, keep them coming. But but seriously, I mean, granted, you know, Harb said this, and then they went out and and just took wide receivers they couldn't catch. But he said the most important thing that they look for in a wide receiver – is one that could catch the ball. You mean one that can do his job then? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, they got to block I, and run good routes too, I know. Wow. They traded they traded their first round pick. I think the first before, 10 picks before their fi- that's just wild. First 10 picks were kind of were, you know, a little vanilla. Who did he piss off this offseason? Wow. Who did he piss off? Had to be Eric, obviously. <laughs> Harbs? Eric? Yeah. He pissed somebody off. I mean, that's Lamar's boy. Like, I, like they're with the whole family. They're throwing with Antonio Brown, like the whole family. Oh, man. Oh. Maybe that was enough to piss him off. Hmm. At least all the stupid Antonio Brown garbage is over now. Yeah, we'll yeah. never have to hear that. Yeah. hear that name again. Woo! Do you think they talked to Lamar before trading him? One would think. My son, my son. Okay, my son just texted me. My dreams came true. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that is the <laughs> news of getting rid of Marquise. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. When he dropped all those balls, what, what game did he drop? Detroit. I guess Detroit. Detroit. Three touchdowns. He was yep. done. He was so done with him. He said he didn't care what he did the rest of his career. He goes, "I'm done with him." Oh my god. It only cost them the 18th at 101 for A.J. Brown? Yeah, that's so surprising. Like I said before, considering the compensation for Hill and Adams. I'm really upset. That's my boy. Yeah, I love A.J. Brown. That's my boy. I draft him every year in fantasy. That was I nothing. love A.J. Brown. That's nothing. That'll be my boy from now on in fantasy. That's nothing. Tennessee's up on the board. I don't know. I'm sorry. We've lost. I got 13 text messages. Anybody that's texting me and watching the show, I'm sorry. I see it. I just don't have time to do this. Glenn Clark said we never have to take a break. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Johnson's still on the board. Unbelievable. I, I mean, uh, I, I, are they, here's a question so, for you. What's so the, they're the, taking a wide receiver, though, now, right? Burks? Maybe. You got 
Yeah, Burks, Burks would probably be your next in line for your receivers. Yes. I got the 23rd pick if they stay there. Who? Sky Moore. Mm, Western Michigan. I did take him in our uh, draft draft. Sky Moore makes sense. Makes How, some sense. Christian I mean, Watson makes some sense. I mean, Cole, the, the, Cole, the, ja- Cole Jackson's a big George Pickens fan. Got a got a couple of got a got a couple of off field issues for me. Got George, George Pickens was one of those guys I definitely see the Packers or the Chiefs targeting late. I I have a question for you, yes. Mister Fans Fantasy. Yes. So um, no yeah, longer, we have had these no longer my name, but okay. <laughs> we had the uh, all these receivers more, more that to come on that. Yes, all these receivers that just went in the top. What are we at right now? We're sitting at eighteen, I believe. You're at eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Uh, which one of these guys is your top rookie target for fantasy wide receiver? What kind of league we playing? We playing dynasty league? We are playing. You you call it right. If here. we're this playing is your a, show, if we're playing in a dynasty league, it's Jameson Williams. I told you everything. Every wide receiver question, Jameson Williams is the answer. If it's number two. Um, I mean, I mean, based on, based on, probably target share, it's probably London because who else are they throwing to besides Pitts, right? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, but you gotta, you gotta like, I, I like Alave going to the Saints. I love that. I mean, that. I don't, I don't know if Michael Thomas is playing football ever again, yeah. or he's healthy, or he. You know he, he, you know, or what he's doing. But um, yeah, after this pick, we got to take a break. We we just got to take a break because we I see no break coming up in the near future. Yeah, well, all right. The reason why I asked that question is so we have the Chiefs and the Packers. We're going to be coming up shortly. Definitely in the market for receivers. Is it like a foregone conclusion? Whatever wide receiver that they take is one of your top two plays at. Wide receivers, rookie wise, if if it's a George Pickens and no, Sky Moore, no, 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 just because they're sitting there with Aaron no, Rodgers and and Mahomes, does I that mean, skyrocket them up your your chart? I mean, if it if it's no, I, I think they have to take a specific type. I think it's got to be Bur- Burks would be up there if he goes to the Packers because he just fits that real, yep, really totally well. That. I, I don't I don't know that it would get him over. Um, London for me because I mean they. Literally have nothing to throw to. Oh yeah, it's Pitts. Pitts, uh, and yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you another wide receiver on that team right now because uh, Gage uh, is out the door too. Yeah, I mean they have what? What's the the guy that has like a, a thousand vowels in his? No, name. I know what you're saying, too, um, but I don't know how to pronounce his 18 name. Eighteen and one hundred and one for AJ Brown to the Eagles. You know why I like that more than anything. Got to find out if Jalen Hurts is the guy in Philadelphia. It helps Hurts, who I own a dynasty a lot, but that hurts a rival. AJ Brown got a four-year, hundred million dollar extension after the trade. Worth every penny. With fifty-seven, you know what? You know why? Fifty-seven million guaranteed. You know why? Because he catches the damn ball, and that's why Marquise Brown is no longer a Raven because you don't catch the ball. It's your only job. You have one job. One, catch the ball, wide open, drop, drop, drop. 
making field goal kickers kick 66-yard yeah, field goals. What the hell kind of team is that? That go-ahead touchdown against the Browns, when he threw it, I was like, oh, God, it's Marquise. What if he doesn't catch it? Yep. And you should never have that field for first-round pick. Yeah. Can't run around. Can't catch the ball. Bye-bye. Lots of people. Lots of people not Shies away from nobody, contact. Nobody's, nobody's really upset. I haven't, I haven't seen anybody upset about the Marquise Brown thing. Because he he hasn't been what we expected him to be, and he's going to uh, – He's oh going he, to want 20-plus million after uh, – in, in a couple of years, and you're not paying him that. See, I wish I wasn't as smart as Burks. I thought I was. Burks of the Titans. It's a clone. It's a clone. It is. It's a clone. It's ideal. It's a clone. And you they pay just say they just saved a hundred million dollars. Exactly, you don't say pay. They just saved a hundred million dollars. I'm disappointed. I would have liked that. I would have liked that. Oh, just because I'm seeing it from uh, Cardinals Twitter, I didn't even think about that. But Marquise Brown and Kyler Murray were teammates in college. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I didn't think about that until now. Fantastic. It's about time he called. <laughs> Been waiting and waiting and waiting. Jeez. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not there's not anything to talk about here or whatnot. <laughs> oh my god! So I believe I, I'm assuming this is this is Glenn Clark, Glenn Clark Radio, and um, we're gonna just shut down now. Um, because uh, you know, I mean, what, what are you gonna do? So, so what do you think of the Kyle Hamilton uh, pick? I'm okay with it. Like, I, I still gotta know. Nobody what wants to talk about Johnson. Kyle Hamilton. Nobody cares about Kyle Hamilton. They traded the quarterback's boy. They traded yeah, right? Marquise Brown. Yeah, right. I'm great. Yeah, right. I'm. Yeah, right. Did any? I just want to know the reaction. And uh, it was Love. shocking. Shocking. It was shocking. Shocking here. I, you know what's funny? Everybody here loves Hollywood Brown, so it was more <laughs> what the hell's going on now. And I'm sure it's what the show's been, Ken. Everybody's here playing all the same games. The are they trading for Debo? Are they trading for right, Metcalf? What yeah. are they doing here? This has become this has become conspiracy town over the last ten minutes. You know what's great? You know what's great? I I I, I knock the Ravens as much as anybody in town. You know that um, I'm, I do. I, I think unfairly. I, I I think I'm always fair. I I really do. I know you don't believe yeah. that. I think I'm fair. And when and when when right is right, I I have called myself out on it, and have said that they have done things right. I I didn't see this coming, but nope. God bless them because if yeah, they thought if they yeah. thought they were going to pay him a fifth year option and pay the dude that can't catch a freaking football a hundred million dollars right. which is what it costs for a number one wide receiver that's coming out of that draft because that's what aj brown just got the brown that they should have taken four years ago <laughs> he got a hundred billion dollars by blinking you're on one tonight. Bro. Oh yeah! Oh, you, you, should, I mean, you, you need to go back and rewatch the show after this, my oh, friend. Oh my god! You think well, you think? Me, we, I mean, you think look, your okay. tirade on Lamar Jackson was classic? This one's now, living. Wait a second. This now, one's wait living. A <laughs> Here, here's where I am. All okay, right, this okay. is where I am. Okay. I have no problem with it all. The point, the secondary point you made. I disagree about the fifth year option, but the secondary point you made that the price that it was likely to cost to get Hollywood Brown. And, in fact, you and I talked about yep, the concept of trading Hollywood Brown just a couple of months ago. Yep. 
so I'm I'm totally good with it, but I need to see the secondary part of it, right? Yeah. Because if you're doing that to use a pick to go get Trevor Penning, I know you like Trevor Penning. I do. But I I I don't think your team is better on the whole with Trevor Penning and Kyle Hamilton than they were with Hollywood Brown and say Jordan Davis or Jermaine Johnson. I know they well, didn't get they, a shot they, at Jordan they, Davis. They certainly they're certainly better if Ronnie Stanley isn't Ronnie Stanley. See, this is well, the whole this is the whole thing with Penning. Of course. I mean, we don't, and we don't know. I don't, I, I, look, I, I get, I get, you know, everybody in town, a lot of people in town, they got those little purple glasses. Rita's running around sometimes with purple hair and purple glasses. I get it. Yep. I love, love her. Love her to death. I know she, she calls my, I don't, I don't own a pair. I don't own a pair. They told me last year Ronnie Stanley was okay. I know, I know, Ken. I know that's true. Okay, I understand so that. I, I don't care if Hang Ian Rappaport was fed a bunch of crap from inside the Ravens. Uh, I, castle, that's not my that concern. He, that's that not healthy. my concern. But if he's not my healthy, they better is, they better take a tackle in this draft early. I I early. I, hear you. I I hear what you're saying. My concern, and I told you this before, that if Ronnie Stanley isn't ready for the season, that none of this matters because it's too much of your cap that's being soaked up by some position that's way too important for you to be able to truly overcome it. Because you do have a problem now. I love Rashad Bateman. I genuinely love Rashad Bateman. I've told you before, I think he might be the most talented wide receiver this team has seen since Anquan Bolden. I love Rashad Bateman. But you have a problem. Because we can all say how much we like James Prochet, and we can all say how much we like Devin DuVernay, and I like those guys too, but they have not proven themselves to be capable NFL wide receivers. Because you they've never been given problem. the chance! I They're never given that, the you, chance! You're playing a game now. You're choosing to trust that, and not choosing to trust that someone that gets stepped in. If Morgan Moses has to play left tackle and Patrick McCary has to play right tackle, you don't trust that, but you trust the idea no. that James Prochet can be your second wide receiver. I trust that he can catch a freaking football when he needs to. Oh, you're 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 complaining. This is where you're being unfair. How am I being Hollywood unfair? Brown a, because Hollywood Brown was a highly productive player here, and you're treating him as if he was. I just want to. I just want to know who he pissed off. Because that, that's off? Lamar's boy. Like like they're trying. Oh, to, I, that's I think it's totally possible. This is all about a contract he demanded. I absolutely believe okay. it's possible that this is about him saying. This is what it's going to take in order to keep me around, and Bye-bye. then saying, "Well, we're yeah, n- we're not we're doing not that. that. That's we're just not. not that. It's not happening." Yeah. Who the Saints take? How how many times are the Saints going to be on the clock? Because they've been on the clock for like an hour. It does feel like they have, haven't they? Are they, I mean, are they taking a quarterback? No, but they've they've they, they've like, like they've constantly been on the quarterback. Trevor <sighs> Penning. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Oh, oh boy. I mean, he wasn't getting to 23. Let's be realistic. They'll get your boy Philaley or whatever. They'll get your boy uh, uh, I mean, look, go, uh, go, get, go get Tyler Smith. I, I'm fine with Tyler Smith down there. Look, I, I, right. I, I, I just think they need to address the offensive tackle position. I I, I hear you. you. Don't, you I don't, hear you. If you're having I think McCarty, they need another receiver. If you're, they do need another receiver, but you don't need to get a 23. Okay, he was, you still I have mean, forty-five. They're gonna get somebody. Uh, yeah, but they don't. They, it's not. But they don't need a number. See, but here's the thing for me: I don't need a number one. I think Rashad Bateman can be my number one. What the hell happened? What's going on with Jermaine Johnson? I don't know. What's going on? What is the story on Jermaine Johnson? I, I don't know. I, I think it, every year, every year, there's a guy in a draft, as we know. That falls a lot Rita, lower. Rita, I got to talk to Ken Dallas on his show right now, so you cover this for me. All right. Sorry. There's al- there's always a guy that drops, and then we find out some medical that nobody ever heard. I hope right. that's not it. Um, but 
I, I again, I, I would hope, you would you be happy if that's the pick here at at twenty three? Yeah, I'd be ecstatic. I would be too. I'd be very happy with it. I'd be I would ecstatic. still be concerned I mean, about. I mean, we've talked about Glenn. We've talked about it, and 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 this is the way the way I've treated the draft this year for the Ravens. Tomorrow, if they had to play a football game, okay, yep. where are we? And the and the biggest hole they have, if they had to play a football game tomorrow, is opposite Owe. They don't have a guy today that can play that position. Bowser's not ready. I don't know when he's going to be ready. Ferguson right. hasn't shown us anything to tell us that he's going to be a productive oh, no, NFL player. He's not part player. of the answer. There's no doubt. So, right. so – they don't have that player in the building. That player needs to come. We need that player. How many times are we going to watch games against teams we need to pick? By the way, the Steelers are on the clock, and the Steelers pick is in. It'll be interesting if the first quarterback if this is Willis, finally, yeah. finally happens. It'll also be doubly interesting with both quarterbacks on the board, which quarterback they take, the high upside yep. or the guy that plays in the same stadium that they play yep. in. Um, but – they don't have that guy, and how many times are we going to watch other teams trash our offensive line and not be able to get to and chase our quarterback, and we can't do the same thing? We Brother, don't have I that ability you. right now, and they need to find that ability in this let year's draft. One other, let me throw one other name at you. What would you feel if it was Devin Lloyd? I like the player, dude. I really do. I really, I really I do, like the I, players too. I, I need an edge rusher. I need an That's edge right. rusher. I think I think I would feel a different way if they hadn't used that pick on Kyle Hamilton, right? If they hadn't used the pick on Kyle Hamilton, which was not really feeling in, filling a need, then I would probably feel differently about Devin Lloyd. But I think right now you almost have to fill a need because you did what you did with Kyle Hamilton. I, I mean, I'm I fine with Kyle Hamilton. Look, I think he's a good football player. I, I like think him. he's, a, I think he's but, an excellent player, and at the end of the day, I bet you the Ravens tell him, tell you in their in their little press conference that we're, we'll try to get Stan or uh, or Bo back on in a little bit that he was a top-ten player on their board and it wasn't even a question. Yep. I mean, I yep. and I truly believe it because I'll be honest, he was the number one player on my board. When I do, he's, he's, the, best co- he's the best college football player I've seen. I hear you. And four I seven, hear you. And I don't want to hear about four seven running in shorts. He doesn't play that way on the field. There's nothing on his film over the years that says he's he's too slow or he doesn't. He covers a massive amount of ground. So I I I, mean, I, I, just, I like I like Kyle Hamilton. He can I'm play fine in the box. with it. He can play in right. the box. You know, right? He's six. But now that you've done it, I think you have to address the need. I, I, I genuinely you. believe you have to address I, the need. I, I agree with you. I, I've always said that the Ravens' first pick is always best player available. Always. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, I don't care that their second pick in the draft is in the first round. Now it's best player available at a position of need for me. Rest of the way. Rest of the way. What about what about Carlos? Oh, please no. I, the, he may be one of my least favorite guys in the I, I'm, I, We are in agreement about that as well. I don't like that we're agreeing as much about well, because, we, we're still, we'll you still know, disagree about plenty of things, I, but we, I don't we like that we agree about that. But here's my thing, and, 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 and what everybody says, and everything I've read on him, and when I watch him, I, I, 
when when I want a I want a dog that goes after the quarterback. I don't want a guy that's best attribute is setting the edge. I'm so sick of the Ravens and setting the edge. I don't care about setting the edge. That's what corner that's what cornerbacks and safeties are supposed to do. They're supposed to come up and tackle people to get around the outside. I need this team has been well, lacking. And, if, and if Bowser is if Bowser is healthy, I trust in his ability to I do it. I trust in his ability to do it, but he's not yeah. healthy. They don't yeah. they don't get after the quarterback. This is an offensive driven league. And what what do we hear? We need guys that get their hands on the quarterback or get their hands on the ball. Get to the quarterback. You don't have that dude. And and it's so too easy right now to double team Oway. So what we're saying is that we're in agreement that they're trading for Debo Samuel. That's what we're saying at the end of this. No, he does. Is- Debo Samuel doesn't want to come here. <laughs> the trade they should have made. Any- the trade they should have made is the one Philadelphia made. Oh my God! Oh, oh my God! But you, you got to give a hundred million dollars. I mean, that's the reality. But right? it's AJ like, Brown. It solves so many. I problems. hear you. I'd be willing to give him a hundred million dollars. It's writing. I'm- it's writing a wrong from your draft pick I, many years ago. I hear you. I it's hear getting, you. I mean, oh my God, we we we've been we've been talking about AJ Brown for four years. You and I. I know, I know, I know. I love him. All right, so I'm I'm even right now. I lost one bet. I lost. Um, Who'd you lose? Uh, oh, the Raptors. I lost the Raptors. By the way, but I'm even. John, John Coulson should if he if he if he played the ticket I told him to play, he should be happy right now. Uh, he was very happy about. I know he had Wilson uh, in the top ten. I gave him very four, happy about that. I one. gave him four four names. He told me he told me he gave him four names guaranteed. Well, you can't you can't play uh, same game parlay on the draft, unfortunately. Oh, he told me to give so, him four four top. So, but I, I think he was he's been happy for most of the night that I've seen him. He's been happy. Okay, the, so the, I'm 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 even though because I got you know Hutchinson and I got Stingley yeah. and I I got the Suns, so I'm even right now. I have to go back. You can't finish the night even. Obviously, you can't do that. So, give me one more bet I should make right now. Um, hold on, I'm going to give you the Steelers pick first. Yeah, Franco uh, Harris, of course, Franco, just dragging Franco it out Harris like, he, like everybody's Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, the there first quarterback taken. They go the safe option, the guy All that right. they know over the potential superstar in Malik Willis. Where does Malik All Willis right. go? Ooh. All right, I got I got to go to okay. Go, go do your thing. I, I, I love you, brother. We will talk more about it on Saturday. You yes. and I are doing the recap show. We're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to have some fun. Yeah, man. All right, buddy. Okay, man. Kenny Pickett, uh, 2021 Johnny Nice Golden Arm Award winner goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Upside for Kenny Pickett, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> that's that's your yes. player comp? Yes. It's Ryan Tannehill. I've never been a big Tannehill. That's his. That's that's his high side. I can't disagree. I'm not the biggest. Honestly, I know he. They say that he is the most NFL ready, but I think. And you know what that means? There's a couple other guys that have the higher upside. That if you're picking this late, that's that's what I'd rather take and keep that fifth year option. You, You said something to me about Jermaine Johnson earlier that you are very weary about guys that are. One-year wonders. Yes, and I actually have in my notes about Pickett being the same thing, him being a one-year wonder. Pickett, Pickett's been in college for four years. He's thrown 81 career touchdowns. 42 of them were last year. Mm. 
One year wonder. One year wonder. One year wonder. We'll see. Good for them. I I mean, they they just said their comp on NFL.com, on NFL Network, was uh, Matt Hasselbeck. Now, Matt Hasselbeck had some years. He had some years. Played in the Super Bowl. I, nothing. Trent Dilfer played the Super Bowl. Let's stop using the Super Bowl as 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 the, as era. the mark. Would be different era. Different era. Back when you were allowed to hit a quarterback, you'll be pissed people off. Joe Flacco. Never mind. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I chose evil today. You are, I woke up and chose evil. You are on one today. Glenn was right. <laughs> Uh, Kenny Pickett becomes a first. We're going to take a break because we're having too much fun. You are listening to the Project Game Day NFL Draft Special. Kenny Pickett, the first quarterback taken. We are up to pick 21. We're having a good old time. Marquise Brown, not a Raven. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson profiles Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman, diving into where his passion for baseball and for catching comes from and how he uses that passion to elevate those around him in the Orioles organization. Also inside, Bo Smolka takes a look at how the Ravens' 2021 draft picks can make progress in year two, and Glenn Clark offers a very unique tribute to former rival Mike Krzyzewski that all Maryland fans can appreciate. Press Box is available for free at over 500 areas locations including 60 royal farm stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the orioles ravens and terps at pressboxonline.com that first sip that first bite Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Answering Baltimore's calls for help, running in when others run away, working together toward one shared vision for a thriving city. That's your Baltimore police. But the department needs more good people, people like you. Join a proud new generation of Baltimore police and make an active difference in your community. Start with competitive wages and excellent benefits on day one. Join for good at bpdrecruit.org. Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets with Glenn Clark and Paul Valley every Tuesday morning at 1140. Fandle Sportsbook GM Bruce Billick and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and even a few winners. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday at 1140 a.m. Brought to you by the Fandle Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com radio. Watch at YouTube.com PressBoxOnline. Baseball is back, and so is the spring seasonal menu at Glory Days Grill. Start with the opener, flash-fried pork belly with our popular Korean number 2 sauce, and take a bite out of the Crunch Burger topped with home-run sauce, white American cheese, and house-made chips. It also features irresistible options like a baseball-cut sirloin with blue cheese, grilled shrimp with garlic butter, and a strawberry salmon salad. And then there's the closer, the Cracker Jack Sunday with a waffle, ice cream, and Cracker Jack. This menu will be going, going, gone at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. GloryDaysGrill.com to find out more. Great food, good sports. 
We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR live. It's at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. And try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants. We're certainly wearing pants. Uh, I can assure you that Project Game Day NFL Draft Special. Welcome back. The Chiefs are on the board. They have traded up to pick 21. Uh, interesting. We all expect the Chiefs to take a wide receiver at some point. The top six wide receivers are off the board. So this, um, a lot of people thought that, that you could see up to nine. Um, but the third... And a guy I had in my top 12, the third cornerback, Trent McDuffie. Good pick um, for them. Uh, like it. Thought he could be a Raven. Agreed. I had him at 12 as well, so I think we had him at the same spot. Yeah, I, I'm not – I'll be honest. I, I don't care about my – I have one, two, three, four. I have five correct picks tonight. My team team and, and, and uh, spot. But everybody's been in the first round through through 21 picks. We have Press Box's own fantasy baseball extraordinaire writer, and you hear him all the time on Sirius XM. Uh, Phil Backard's here. Hold on a second, Phil. I'm, I'm having so much fun. I don't know where my headphones are. This has been a tremendously interesting draft, a draft, I will say, for the Ravens like we have never seen in their history. So the first nine picks, I'm like, all right, this is, you know, this is normal draft, whatever. And then all of a sudden all hell broke loose yep. uh, after that. So, yeah, it's my head spinning KZ. I mean, I can only – and I'm just sitting here watching. I can only imagine trying to host a show. So mad respect to you trying to do all this. <laughs> but it's crazy. As I guess as we kind of thought it might be leading into this, uh, it took a little bit to get to that point, but a lot of lot of different moves going on here. Yeah, a lot of different moves, and you know, I I I I, I commend the Ravens' um, uh, marketing department because you know I I don't know. By the way, Green Bay, um, Trent McDuffie goes uh, uh, early um, or a little bit later than expected. Uh, the Chiefs trade up for him, twenty two. Green Bay. Look, Green Bay, uh, ain't a wide receiver. The top six wide receivers are off the board already in the first 20 picks. I don't know where they go. Um, they need a lot of help on defense um, as well. Uh, you, could, you could make an argument here um, for a guy like Wyatt, uh, you know, something like that. Andrew Booth fits, fits a bill. Um, but. Loftus? You know, Jermaine Johnson, Jermaine Johnson, I'm telling you, uh, I'm convinced at this point, we hear a medical. Uh, there, yeah, what, Casey, that's a great point. I mean, this guy was mocked at top 10 everywhere, and uh, now he's... Top 10? Oh. I saw him as high as four in a lot of places. You know, I, I, I there were there were people, you know, Mel and, and, and McShay, and again, I, they know more than I do. They, they, they do this stuff year-round. I do this as semi-hobby. Um, they were talking about maybe... Teams had him ahead of uh, Thibodeau uh, as far as the edge goes, um, but they, they were close. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I just I just have a feeling, you know, the the Ravens are all, are going to be on the clock in a minute again with twenty three, uh, which is fascinating. But I, the Hamilton pick maybe underwhelmed Ravens Nation, and I I just think it's a. Typical Ravens pick because it's best player available. 
and he was the best player available at that point if there's an issue with, with Johnson, which I'll assume that there is now. Well, so I think a few things. One, I think we all accepted that Johnson was not going to be there. Yeah. And then two, we all kind of were like, all right, well, then Jordan Davis is the next guy in line. And then you see the Eagles trade up and they draft Jordan Davis. And then Johnson is there and then they don't take him. So I think it's initial shock. And then as you're trying to process that, then Hollywood gets traded. So hey, Right, I right. You're trying to process it. Everybody's up like, okay, how's this going to work? Oh, Ravens are like, ah, don't worry about Hamilton. Who cares about him? We'll figure that yeah. out. By the way, we just shipped out your quarterback's boy uh, <laughs> to so, the Cardinals. Uh, now, now, hold on. Joe, Joe, Joe Serpco's in here with me. Paul Valley as well. Phil Backard. You heard something. You read something. No, well, uh, about I mean, about Marquise. About Mark. Yeah. Well, so the rumors is that he wanted out. That was uh, the things that we've heard. That he he kind of facilitated this a little bit. And I don't know if he had a say in it that he was going to get to go play with Kyler Murray once again. But that was the news that we heard about earlier. Uh, I'm just you know, just curious now if you know you guys are talking about Jermaine Johnson here. Do you have to now at this twenty-three pick? Do you need to go wide receiver? They just, just traded talk- with Buffalo, so they're trading again. All right. Oh my gosh, jeez. Well, Wait, they went down again. <laughs> yep, back two picks. There's someone that they want that's going to be there. Who's uh, but but yeah, but? Now it's like, who, who I don't know. Wyatt Wyatt from Georgia fits a need. Linebacker, you got Dean Lloyd. I mean, you got a couple linebackers Clay, that are still hanging around. Clay Walker just went. You could go Devin Lloyd. I guess uh, Booth is still there. Dax Hill can't take Dax Hill now, can't right? Take Dax Hill now, right? He'll probably make corner. Is he? Is he? Is he but I will say this: this kind of reminds me of last year with Orlando Brown wanted out. They they granted it, got a first round pick for Orlando Brown. So unfortunately, maybe in the short term, because you know last year when Stanley couldn't play, and then we know Villanueva stunk. You were short at tackle, so this year it might be a situation that. Now they're just going to be short at wide receiver, which, I mean, this offense, they need to be able to pass the ball, but we know that just hasn't been the case. So Buffalo so, Buffalo comes up two two spots for the Ravens. I wonder what they – 130. 130? So, um, what time I had? Was that a fourth round? Fourth round pick. Back. So that gives them now so back at their – But why, why is yeah. Buffalo – Buffalo does need to trade up to get a running back. They could have sat at 25 to get a running back. Yeah, because then you have Ravens. Yeah, I just so so let's talk let's talk about Marquise Brown for a minute because I mean I regardless of what the Ravens do uh, in the first round, however many picks they make because they're they may pick they've picked one, they may pick two, but they keep on trading back. I I don't know they have ability to trade back in to thirty two now if they wanted to. Marquise Brown, uh, I mean, uh, asked for a trade. They said okay. See ya. First, who, who, who's the first guy to cause? <laughs> we're, we're getting rid of you. I, I didn't see this one coming. Just, and, 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 and from a monetary standpoint, it makes a lot of sense because they weren't paying him $100 million. Even if they picked up the fifth, the, the fifth year, you know, if he says, I wanted a contract, they're not paying him A.J. Brown money, who just got four years, $110 million from Philadelphia after they trade him. Okay, so you trade them, but now um, does where where does the where does this leave the Ravens? I mean, Bateman's your number one, but do we finally see more of 
the kids, Duvernay, you know, Prochet, Prochet and, and kids like that. I mean, I think, yeah, and that makes Takasi even look even better when A.J. Brown, like you mentioned, gets traded a couple minutes later for an 18th overall pick, and he gets a 23rd for Hollywood. Um, but, yeah, this is Duvernay's time. I mean, I love Duvernay. I just I think he's underutilized. Uh, Prochet, if you look at some of the analytics from last year, he did very well. But just with this, I think at the end of the day, KZ, this offense is going to continue to be what it's been, right. and that is – Run the rock a lot and Lamar run and in a lot of Mark Andrews. And that's just the way it's going to be. And in the games where they need to chuck the ball, we're going to be frustrated and say it didn't happen. So uh, they're just going to rely on the running game like they have. And I think, I guess the clear indication was that they brought Greg Roman back. So you knew things were going to stay the same. Yeah, I, 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 that's a valid point. I mean, they're not, they're not going to all of a sudden start chucking it around and, it just, uh, I mean, they, they traded away their number one wide receiver. Now, a lot of people are going to be happy about that. I was ecstatic for about a good hour uh, about it because he does the one thing that uh, you're not supposed to do as a wide receiver, which is drop the ball constantly um, and get guys that can catch the ball. And, you know, Coach Harb said it at one point uh, going into the draft. He was asked point blank, what's the most important thing you look for in a wide receiver? And he said that they catch the ball. Well, Marquise didn't do that consistently enough for me. I get it was productive, but when you're the only guy that you, you're throwing the ball to, you're going to be productive. I mean, it was two guys. You know, it was him, it was him or Andrews. They didn't throw the ball anywhere else. So. Yeah, and I think this is – I think this says a lot about what they think of Bateman. I mean, that dude's a dog. And I, I think, I, I'm all for it. I'm all yeah. for it. Uh, you, know so. he, you know he was my guy last year. I was all for it. Uh, Buffalo here has picked uh, they fourth round pick one thirty. So what do they have like 20, 20 fourth round picks now? Six. They have six fourth round picks now. Get ready for the most historic fourth round in the history of the NFL. Part due once again for the Baltimore Ravens. They took five guys last time. Anyone work out? Tavon Young. Tavon Young is probably your best eh. one. Yeah. Temple guy. Yeah. I mean injuries derailed that. But uh, but they have the ability to move up and get another third or, or maybe into the second round. Or quite frankly, if you package your 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 number two pick and a couple of fourths, you may be able to get another third, the thirty second pick yeah. if if it's all said and done. But uh, uh, Buffalo here, you know, they need a corner. They got they they have some they had some injury concerns at the end of last year. Um, you you look at them. Where where do you go if you're the Ravens? What what I mean I I still think their biggest need overall is edge rusher. Um, there's a couple of guys available. Where where what do you think they have to come away with if they make another pick in the first round tonight? Well, I mean I wanted them to do uh, pass rusher earlier, yeah. so I'm going to stick to that. Uh, I mean they have to be able to get to the quarterback, Casey. I mean they, they just do. are. Yeah, and I will never disagree with the Kyle Hamilton pick because he's a playmaker yes. and they haven't had playmakers in years. And even with the Williams signing, like Chuck Clark is, you now you can make Chuck Clark more of a guy that's near the line of scrimmage. Right. Uh, and so I'm never going to question that pick because you need defensive backs. We saw what happened last year with all the injuries. And I think uh, Mike McDonald will be able to move these guys around. So I'm okay with that pick, but I think you still need a guy that could just get to the quarterback. So hopefully that's the route they go here. Yeah, I, I I hope as well, and and it was a it was a uh, cornerback, um, Kair Elam, no relation, 
Well, there is a relation, but nephew. It's a nephew. It's not a brother. Or, you know, things like that. Um, it just means we're getting old, guys. What? 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 We're getting? We're getting old. We're, we're getting old. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. With nephews. Yeah. Nephews and, yeah, nephews we're and sons. Up there, guys. Um, really good player. Um, uh, very productive at Florida. Uh, can play in the slot. Can play on the outside. Sure-handed tackler. Like this kid. Um, I actually had him going to Buffalo. I just didn't have him going here. Um, once again, it seems like for the last hour we've been two picks away from the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, basically. Much, we've yeah. been two picks away. I know we lost an hour for, with me screaming about Marquise Brown. Uh, it's probably not over yet. Hey, the Dallas Cowboys are on there. So, okay, so we're, we're looking at edge rusher. Um, you know, uh, the boys, you know, our boys still on the board. Johnson. Uh, they. I'm scared, though. I'm scared of one guy, Phil. Who is this? Carl Office. I'm scared. You don't like him? No, I do not. He's not a dog. He's not a dog, and he's not. He's not. He's not a put his hand in the ground and let me go get the quarterback type edge rusher. He reminds me of Kerrigan for some reason. Kerrigan. Okay, fine. And and everybody, I've heard, I've read three things and heard from two, and the first thing they said to me about him was he can set the edge. I'm so over it. I'm, I'm over the edge setters. Boy, Maffei's available. I'd rather have him. Um, you know, at this point, Devin Lloyd in the middle as a middle linebacker, putting Queen next to him, that helps your overall defense. Uh, for sure, I'm not against that. Um, and and the kid Wyatt, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, terribly worried about that either. The other thing I'd look for here is if they do go to the offensive line side, uh, Tyler Smith, guard slash tackle out of Tulsa, I think uh, could be a pretty good pick for them when it comes down to it. Also, is Booth still available too, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, so they could go corner here yeah, as well. They they, they, they got, have some options. Here. I mean, look, they have a. I don't know. They still have, well, they still have ten picks, right? They have six in the fourth, seven, eight, nine. They still have ten picks. Yep. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, but all these guys aren't going to make the team, right? I don't know. They need they need they need corner. Look, you you how many corners do you need? You got to have at least two. At least two two guys are going to make the team. You don't. You only have three. If you think but, so, you have. But Steve, how many picks do we? How many picks do they have left? Ten. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you got to on at edge. The only guys that they have even in the room are. Are Owe and Ferguson because Bowser? We don't know when he's healthy or not. When he's going to be back? They need multiple edge rushers to me. They need multiple cornerbacks. They got to get um, at some point. Um, I would think you take a wide receiver at some point in this draft, and I think you have to address off- offensive line. I I I, I don't want to hear about Ronnie Stanley. I I I, I just don't. I, I don't want to hear. I want to hear he's healthy. I want him to show me he's healthy. Yeah, and I could see them drafting a running back too in like round four. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I think I I I say at running back this remind they should they should take you know it's flattery the 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 Pittsburgh Steelers every year in the third or fourth round take a wide receiver no matter what no matter what they have on their roster because of how they use their wide receivers. The Ravens every single year should take a running back in the third or fourth round. Every single year, I, 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 I don't, 
I don't care how many running backs you have every single year because eventually Gus Edwards is going to go somewhere else and get a bigger contract. So no, I agree with that. So I mean, you run more than any other team. Go get a go get another running back. I mean, you you lost three last year. How many times do you need to lose three and not have anybody? And and I don't want to hear about. McCray and Williams anymore. They're, they're, they're no, they shouldn't even be Ravens anymore. Oh, Wilson did well, I mean, I think the clear indication is trading Hollywood that this is a running team. It's a running team. To be. It's a yep. running team. It just it, it is what it is. I mean, you 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 just it just is what it is. I mean, uh, this is what Roman does, and I I know we're frustrated with Roman, but this is the offense Roman knows. I mean, as long as he's the offensive coordinator, this is going to be your offense. I mean, it's just, yep. I'm, you brought back Ricard. I mean, so yeah, yeah, this is all. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas pick is in. This I, I will say this. I mean, it's ten forty two. We're two hours in. We have gone through twenty three picks. It's not terrible. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Who's counting? Eight fifteen. You start at eight fifteen. Yeah, it's two and a half hours. It's ten forty three. I said twenty. Oh, it's forty two, not twenty four. My my number dyslexia got me. Again, I, I saw you just pull it up, and I'm looking at the same thing. But apparently, this Marquise Brown thing's been going down for a while because he's already in Arizona at their draft party. Yep. Oh, so this is this was news that happened this morning. If he's all the way how, in Phoenix by now, how does well, I, how I does how does everybody not know this then? Yeah. Well, apparently, AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts were working out last week together. Oh, there's news. Okay, I didn't know that. I, I so who knows, man. I mean, I love the pick. I, I love the trade. I mean, you're not going to pay the dude. Anybody see DK Metcalf in Baltimore recently? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's Debo at? Uh, stop it! Stop it with the Debo. The Debo doesn't make any sense here. Well, because he doesn't. He said the reason he doesn't want to be in San Francisco is he doesn't want to run the ball out of the backfield. Oh, they don't. They want to use him like that. Who? The Ravens. <laughs> right. <laughs> They certainly won't throw it to him. So that, that's, that's a good point, though. <laughs> oh, the Cowboys selection, and we're going to let you go. Tyler Smith, that's a good pick. That's a, a good pick. Like never, them. They need an offensive line. I never Ty- like saying that about the Cowboys. I know, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they, teams make good picks. You know, this is uh, – Jer- uh, Cole Jackson said this is a, uh, a penning clone. Um, really athletic, really nasty. Can play guard, can play tackle. Really often penalized. Often penalized. That's okay. Those things can be. Those things can be cleaned up. So we're back to the Ravens pick. Ravens are on the clock. Do they actually? Pick you want to? You want to wait? You want to wait for the Ravens pick with us, or you want to go? I'm going to go, Casey. Okay, go, go. I know you got to get. I know you got to get up early. What, what show are you on tomorrow? Are you? How many shows are you doing tomorrow? I'm just doing Elite Sports, 4 o'clock, Sirius XM. There you so go. We're good. There you All go. Right, Phil Backer. Keep crushing it. Okay. Take care, my man. Uh, Phil, you can read his stuff on Fantasy Baseball a couple times a week, pressboxonline.com. You can always hear his tones on Sirius XM Radio. Uh, Elite Sports, Jeff Manns is where he is mostly. He does a, works with Brad Evans sometimes. It's good stuff. Ravens are on the clock. Again. Okay. <laughs> if they trade this pick or they make it, we're going to take another break. Okay? We're going to try 
to get somebody we haven't got yet. I don't know who's who's left on the list. Let's let's call Eric, uh, Kevin. Kevin after this, yeah. Let's after let's, the break. Yeah, yeah. After after our break, we're gonna call we're gonna call Kevin Ostraker, and uh, from Ravens Wire, little known fact: French school Quaker. Kevin Ostraker, Ken, French school used Quaker to, used used to come into my office and ask me questions about my media stuff all the time. And now he's a bigger deal than I am. It's great. No, I'm just kidding. He's a good kid. <laughs> he's a really good kid, and he does really good stuff uh, for Ravens Wire. So uh, Ravens are on the clock. they got about five and a half minutes. Here we are again. Jermaine Johnson still on the clock. Still there. And you would have to think, if that's the case, he's got to be your presumptive pick, correct? And I, I, I know I, that's... Do you want to take the break now so that we can get back in time for them to make the pick? I'm scared to. They're Wait. going to make the pick before the six minutes are up. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, press box, uh, Project Game Day, NFL Draft Special. Ravens have five minutes for the pick. We'll be back in three. Bye. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgambling.com. Help.org. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. The great Kurt Angle. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Yeah. Le Champion! Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Answering Baltimore's calls for help, running in when others run away, working together toward one shared vision for a thriving city. That's your Baltimore police. But the department needs more good people, people like you. Join a proud new generation of Baltimore police and make an active difference in your community. Start with competitive wages and excellent benefits on day one. Join for good at bpdrecruit.org. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever is on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point. Boulevard. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson profiles Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman, diving into where his passion for baseball and for catching comes from and how he uses that passion to elevate those around him in the Orioles organization. Also inside, Bo Smolka takes a look at how the Ravens' 2021 draft picks can make progress in year two, and Glenn Clark offers a very unique tribute to former rival Mike Krzyzewski that all Maryland fans can appreciate. Press Box is available for free at over 500 areas 
area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. Hey, welcome back. Not Glenn Clark Radio. We keep telling you that. Press box, Project Game Day, NFL Draft Special. Hey, whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technology, advanced con- or, or advanced connectivity, sporty performance, and aggressive style, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Ravens pick is in. They're going to make a pick. Finally. About I, have, time. I have no idea. I'm just happy to be here at this point. No, <laughs> I, I look, uh, I think we all agree that there's something amiss with Mr. Jermaine Johnson. Um, he could fall out of the top 10. That's fine. We're now falling out. We're 25 picks in. Um, Andrew Booth could make a lot of sense here. Uh, he's one of the guys that I had said that if the Ravens traded back, um, not knowing that how they would get down here, I said that a guy like Dax Hill or Andrew Booth made a lot of sense in this neck of the woods. Obviously, Daxton Hill is a safety slash slot corner, more played a little bit of both at Michigan. That would be a wild selection. <laughs> at this point in the evening uh, if they took another, quote, safety. Uh, Especially but, after signing one with all the money they did this offseason. I, yep. I mean, I, you know, the offensive lineman, Linderbaum, I, 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 I wouldn't – at 25, I'm not going to – there's not much that they could do here that I'm going to hate. Yeah, right. Because you're at the, you're at the part – like, like – I. Every year my goal is to get like 25 guys that I think are in the first round, in the first round. I'm about there now. I mean, there, there's been only Quay Walker uh, has been a guy that I didn't have in my mock. So 23 out of the – there we go. Okay. So Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa is a Raven. Um, I think that gives a point to uh, to Glenn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's not good. Uh, so they get a center, and what most people uh, think is the best center uh, in the draft. Overall, 99. Yeah, overall, 99. Very athletic. Um, you know, nation top center, uh, uh, the Remington Trophy Award winner from from last year. Look, he's a good player. I, 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 I just didn't know where he fit into the draft this late. Um There's nothing to dislike about this pick. If, again, this everything on the offensive line for me goes back to Ronnie Stanley. If Ronnie Stanley is healthy, you now have Linderbaum, Cologne to handle center. Makari can be that swing, tackle, guard, play center in a pinch if he has to. Uh, and you're set up pretty well. I still think at some point you need another tackle, another guy that can play tackle. Um, but Makari proved that he could handle right and left tackle last year. 
in spots. I don't in think spots. He, you, I don't think he's a guy you obviously want to you know Again, set out there. You like your plug and play no, type of guy. No, but but you're hoping that that's all it is in spots. You know, I yeah. mean, look, whatever we think, you know, Stanley's not healthy, and they don't address it. With a with a second round or third round guy like Rasheed Walker that we've all talked about before, a guy that could step in right away. It, God, another trade. The Jets have moved up in back into the first round. Back into so they probably gave up that what was it pick number thirty two, thirty four, thirty two or thirty five. Uh, yeah, somewhere in that range there. But but Linderbaum, hey, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, who we have? Who are we going to? Kevin. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try. I hope he's still awake. <laughs> you know when you when you do draft shows, you get a list of a a bunch of people. You say, "What time are you gonna call me?" And I'm like, "Don't know." So, 26 overall th- and the third round pick for the 35, 69, which is a third and 163. So, okay. Um, didn't give up a whole lot. No, not necessarily uh, to move up just a few spots. Just a few spots. Um, you know, it. But it's it, it is just interesting because this is a team that already picked twice in the top ten. Yeah. So it, it definitely is a little bit of a. Okay. A little bit of a confusion there, just because I mean the Jets have a ton of needs. There's no denying that Zach Wilson needs all kinds of talent around him. But who is your guy at this? stage of the draft typically is what you're thinking if somebody's moving up forward maybe you're thinking a quarterback and it's pretty obvious the Jets are not going that route no so you know who is their guy here I I do think that hey maybe they're the one team that's like somebody's making a mistake on Jermaine Johnson we have to go get him Uh, it's just it is a little bit dumbfounding at this point that I mean I mean number 20 yeah but there's always a guy there's always there's always a guy of course and he's the guy this year. And 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 there's nothing, you know, um, there there it, it just you know, it just is. The Jets pick is in. Um, I think the uh, the Linderbaum pick is going to be very popular in Baltimore. I, I I think it's, you know, I saw some people that said that they wanted him at 14 um, around town. Um, you know, so I, I just I, – I don't – I think it's a good start. You, you, you take a best player available, now you're taking – it is a position in need to an extent. I know they said Macari was going to be their guy, but obviously they needed – they wanted a true center. You got the best true center in the uh, in the draft. Uh, nothing nothing wrong with that. Hello? I've got a, I've got a tweet for you that definitely going to cause a stir. From Lamar Jackson. Oh, Jesus. W-T-F. Well, I said they traded his boy. Yeah, and it was only seven minutes ago, so something's going on. Well, you know. Nothing that $250 million won't fix. Or more. Maybe. You know. It's his boy. I mean, I, I... I mean, it's a business, and and the sooner you learn that it's a business, and I know Lamar is playing nice and everything, you know. Do you think the WTF is for the Linderbaum pick? No, I don't think so either. But but it is it is just the timing is a little is a little ironic. He may not even be watching the draft. He may have just figured it out. I, I I whatever whatever. 
The Jets pick is in. And there he is, Jermaine Johnson. I, I mean, if, if a guy's so, falling, why do you trade back in? I This happens a lot to the Ravens, where the guy gets picked. It happened a couple times last year. Like, he gets picked right after you pick. I like the suit. A-plus on the suit. Oh, I do, Who do we have? Kevin. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Kevin Os- Ostriker, right? Did I pronounce that right? It's been a while since I said it. <laughs> <laughs> From Ravens Wire. So, uh, pretty boring draft overall. Not a whole bunch has happened. Um, you know, look, what? Give me. Let, let's go in order. Let's let, let's go in order. Give me your give me your thoughts about the Kyle Hamilton pick. I, I think the Hamilton pick is phenomenal. I mean, this is a player that I did not think would fall anywhere near the Ravens at fourteen, and we've seen this team go best player available over and over and over again. And now that the Ravens have him, it's a secondary of Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Chuck Clark, Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton. And this is just an, it's another chess piece for the Ravens' defense, which the Ravens have always invested in their secondary, especially recently. They invest those high picks and really big money contracts to their cornerbacks, etc. And I think Hamilton, for them, is a player that can play multiple positions on this defense does well in the run game and obviously as a pass defender, I think I think it's an A plus for me. I think what uh, was a surprise literally you got just what, maybe two, three minutes later was the news of Marquise Brown getting shipped off to Arizona. Uh, I it sounds like that was something that was in the works because uh, he's already at the Cardinals draft party, which was a little bit of a shocker to me. But talk about now what the Ravens are going to do. Is obviously with the Slenderbaum pick they use with there, but do you see them now targeting a receiver in say round two, round three to make up for the loss of Marquise? Yeah, definitely. It was it was a move that shocked me based off of timing. And obviously, you mentioned he's already there in Arizona. The fans are chanting Hollywood over there already. But uh, I was on another draft show, and the news broke while I was on it. So it was, it was a shock to me then. I guess it was a little bit more of a shock because of that. But I think it does amplify the need for a wide receiver because what you have now is Rashad Bateman and then a bunch of the young guys, obviously, that people have wanted to see get a shot for a long time, such as Devin DuVernay and James Prochet and even Tylen Wallace. But this now adds another need to the Ravens, or at least amplifies it a little bit. I know George Pickens has been a wide receiver that have many people – have liked potentially at 45, and uh, something to watch is I feel like this team could make another trade up in this situation because they have six fourth-round picks, which is just an absurd number at this point. The Ravens, we've seen them use five before, so maybe they use six, but I think that they could maybe trade up for a wide receiver that they really like. I hope it would be more of the big-body type, but with the loss of Marquise Brown, you've lost that speedster, so maybe that also adds for them. So then then they go, uh, you know, they they... they get the 23rd pick for, for Brown, but then they trade down um, to the 25 pick and get one of the 7 billion fourth-round picks because that's what the Ravens do. They love those fourth-round picks. Um, and, and they take a center, the, the best center in the draft, Tyler Linderbaum, but they take him one pick ahead of Jermaine Johnson and Edge Rusher which I think was their bigger need. The Jacksonville Jaguars have now traded back up into the first round with pick number 27, and their pick is in. But what do you think about Tyler Linderman, uh, Linderbaum and uh, taking him over a guy like Jermaine Johnson? Yeah, I think 
personally, I would have taken Jermaine Johnson over Tyler Linderbaum. It doesn't mean I don't think Linderbaum is a solid pick. I'm content with the selection of Linderbaum. I, I had said multiple times on, on previous shows and things that I wouldn't take Linderbaum at 14. He was more of a trade-back option for me. I wasn't even sure if I would take him at all, honestly. Then I did a little more deep diving today on draft day and said, you know what, this is somebody I would be content with in the later first round. But to me, Linderbaum is, yeah, he's one of the best center prospects to come out in the last couple of seasons. The Ravens, a really good smokescreen job by John Harbaugh at the owners' meeting saying, yeah, we're confident in our guys and Patrick McCarry and they're not going to sign a guy, maybe draft. But it feels like that comment kind of said, oh, well, the Ravens aren't taking Linderbaum then. And all of a sudden, he's now in Baltimore. He'll slot in where Bradley Bozeman departed. And I think that it will be an upgrade. I know the scheme fit isn't perfect. The size is a little bit of a concern. But I am content with the selection. But if I had to give my favorite of the two, I think Hamilton takes the cake. But I think having a first-round class of Hamilton and Linderbaum is a very, very nice job, Eric DeCosta. I think it's fair. I, 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 I agree with that. I, I was the same way with Linderbaum. Um, I, I certainly need a center. I, I think it's on his natural position, so it's an upgrade over over McCarry. Um, I still like uh, uh, Cologne as as a backup center in a pinch, um, so that's fine. I just I big massive hole for me with this Ravens team is that edge opposite uh, Owe, and uh, look, they have a lot of ammunition to to go get some of the guys they want. We'll see if uh, you know. We'll see where uh, Karloftis, if he is available in the second round or he still goes in the first round, if Eba Kikti out of Penn State, um, if he lasts until the second round. There are still guys, Bo Maffe, guys that were kind of projected to be late first-round guys. Maybe they're around the second round and and they can still go up and get one. So I always always kind of pause um, because – you got to look at the whole draft class at the end. Um, but for me, um, I could have gotten a center later. That could have been a plug-and-play. I think there are a lot of really good centers available in this draft. Getting the best one is always a good thing, but it's a massive hole for the Ravens at edge. Right. There, there are a couple other needs this team should have just – obviously, I agree with you. Edge, to me, was the number one need coming in with Tyus Bowser coming off the Achilles. You, you never know with those. You have to really be cautious with that. Dalen Hayes missed most of his rookie season with injuries. Adafi always, I think he's healthy now, but he had the, the foot stuff towards the end of the season. Apparently had off-season shoulder surgery. So there are a couple of edge guys you mentioned. I like Ibikiti a lot out of Penn State, but I think that this is a position now where if there is that top-end, maybe mid-first-round talent that falls into the early, mid-30s, Baltimore can package some picks trade up from 45 and get that player, whether it is an edge rusher or a cornerback or one of those players, because the sixth, fourth round picks, that gives them a ton of ammunition moving forward. Outside of what the Ravens have done, because uh, we, you know, it, it's tough to, you know, we're Raven-centric, but we're also covering the NFL and, and, and we're obviously covering the entire draft. Anything else jump out at you at this draft? I mean, it's it's been kind of crazy. Um, a, lot of, a lot of trades. Um especially in the second half uh, of this draft. What's kind of, you know, is there a pick that surprised you the most um, at any point and uh, anything else that stands out so far? Yeah, I know people were kind of talking about in the earlier portion of that, how, like, where are the trades? There are no trades going on, and it was kind of going pretty line and file. But then all of a sudden the trades come in fast and furious. A couple surprises. Tyler Smith, to me, at 24 seems like a little bit of a reach. To me, I mean, I think he's a solid player at 24, though it might be a little bit early for him. 
in my opinion. I mean, other than that, you have uh, that run on wide receivers when really it seems like after the first six, seven picks that it was going to be no wide receivers on that run. You had Drake London go eight, Wilson go 10, Alave go 11, and Williams. That trade up for Williams going 12. And then the Eagles trading up ahead of the Ravens pretty much from 15 to 13 to take Jordan Davis. It seemed like the Ravens were all in on Davis. And then obviously Hamilton became their pick at 14, which I think is the better of the two in my opinion. Other than that, Clay Walker was a guy who had a second-round grade on him going to Green Bay at 22. The Steelers picking Kenny Pickett over Malik Willis seems to be a pretty controversial pick there, but I feel like, to me, Willis was my number one, Pickett was my number two. So I think the Steelers you know, maybe would have been better off with Willis. We'll see with Pickett. I think he's still a very good quarterback, and the Ravens seem to be facing him. And then other than that, I know the Jaguars just took Devin Lloyd, so that's a player that I really like uh, coming off the board there. But we'll see. This this. Second round is going to be really interesting to me to see what the Ravens do there. Yeah, a lot of good players on the board. Like you said, Devin Lloyd, uh, I have him as the, the top linebacker available in the draft. Um, Jaguars uh, jump in to, to grab him. Uh, very good pick for them. Uh, can see him and Miles, uh, can see him filling in for Miles Jack once that's all over and done with. So, uh, Kevin, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I, I, I say this with. Remembering the kid that came into my office, very proud of everything you've done. Uh, keep up the good work with Ravens Wire. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, take care. Take care. You too. Uh, Kevin Ostraker, uh, Ravens Wire. Good kid. Good kid. Always wanted to do this. I like. I love when I I, I see people grow up in front of my eyes, and and he uh, he did that. Uh, and this is what he. This was his passion all the way. Uh, going back to his junior year of high school, so it's really that that's uh, a really kind of cool thing that that just happened there. Hey, we only have four picks left. Is it four? Twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty-three, 30, five picks left. I can't count anymore. We've been here too long. So here's what we're gonna do. Our final break, because I've got to get some water, and then we will finish up this draft. And unless something nutty happens. And the Ravens trade back in. We're going to try one more time. We're going to try to get Bo, see if we can get Bo. And if we can't, right very soon after the 30-second pick, we become pumpkins. You're listening to Press Box's Project Game Day NFL Draft Special. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgambling.com. Help.org. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. 
Baseball is back, and so is the spring seasonal menu at Glory Days Grill. Start with the opener, flash fried pork belly with our popular Korean number two sauce, and take a bite out of the crunch burger topped with home run sauce, white American cheese, and house made chips. It also features irresistible options like a baseball cut sirloin with blue cheese, grilled shrimp with garlic butter, and a strawberry salmon salad. And then there's the closer, the Cracker Jack Sunday with a waffle, ice cream, and Cracker Jack. This menu will be going, going, gone at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. GloryDaysGrill.com to find out more. Great food, good sports. Baseball is back. I'm Paul Valley. And I'm Zach Goodman. You can find us live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon talking all things Orioles and Major League Baseball. Like the debuts of Adley Rutschman and Grayson Rodriguez. And how the rotation and bullpen are rounding into form. Watch us live at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline and Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Or you can listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. That's the bat around live with the latest in baseball coverage every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcast. It's Glenn Clark Radio. It's not Glenn Clark Radio. Stop it. And Press this box. is not and this is not Glenn Clark right here. No, we we know it's Joe by now. Everybody everybody watching knows it's Joe. We got we got we got the little KZ Joe is right next to us type thing. Project Game Day, NFL draft special. We're moving right along. Do we have anybody on the line? No, we don't have anybody on the line. You go to sleep? More <laughs> of us. It's okay. I I look, it's funny because uh somebody said to me, because aren't you gonna be tired? I said, Well, yeah, after, like, I get home and, like, calm down for two hours, then I'll be tired. Like, tomorrow I'll be tired. No, there's still the, still the hype going right my, now my, from, my body from is, the night. My body is used to this day. Like, it knows this day is coming up. Uh, by the way, I know we tried to do this before, and I love Stan, but he didn't get what I was trying to do. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. And on the cover, Luke Jackson profiles Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman. Diving into where his passion for catching and baseball came from and how he uses his passion to elevate those around him in the Orioles organization. Also, inside Bo Smoka takes a look at how the Ravens' 2021 draft picks can make progress this season. And Glenn Clark offers a very unique tribute to former former rival Mike Krzyzewski. I love that he phonetically spelled it for me. It still makes me laugh. That all Maryland fans can appreciate. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm Store. And you can always find the entire, the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, the Ravens, and the Terps at Pressbox Online. Dot com. By the way, the Green Bay Packers at number 28 are on the clock, and their pick is in. I, 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 would, think, I would think you would at some point. Now, I don't know when because they seem to try to avoid um, picking wide receivers it's in the first be, round. It's got to be, right? But, I mean, the, the, the obvious first-round guys are, are gone. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Christian Watson or Sky Moore or Pickens are a bad pick here and and wouldn't fit a bill, but it's not like you're now you're now down to a point where you could take somebody at another position and say to your fan base, "Hey, 
we wanted to get it. Who we got? Jacob Vogel. Jacob Vogel. What's up, my man? How you doing? Oh, we're having a ball. We've had we've we've had a lot of fun. I'll be honest. We're we're starting to get to the point of the draft where where I don't even know where we are in the draft uh, because so much <laughs> is so much is going on. Not only from a Ravens perspective, but also from an NFL perspective. Uh, just first from the Ravens, they make two picks. They trade <laughs> Marquise Brown uh, to the Arizona Cardinals. Where are you at, and what they've done tonight? Man, it, it has been a wild night for sure with all the trades that have gone on. Um, I'm I'm pretty happy, definitely pleased with the Kyle Hamilton pick. It, it screamed BPA for me, uh, something that the Ravens like to do historically, take just the best player available. Um, I I thought that Hamilton was a, like a top three, top five player in this draft, and he was there um, at 14. So it made too much sense, and then um, – you know, trading Hollywood, I think when we hear a little bit more about that situation, uh, it's going to make even more sense. But um, from what I'm understanding, it seems like he's going to get paid big time in Arizona, like $22 million a year. Um, if that is the case, if that's true, it, it makes sense to me as well that Baltimore would, would decide to cut their losses and, and move on from a player when you know, they have the, the high value in trading him. So uh, I'm glad that they got a first-round pick and then they were able to recoup um, a an, a draft pick. I mean, it wasn't the same value, but um, they sent Hollywood and pick number 100 to Arizona, and then they were able to move back just two spots um, with the Bills to get a pick in, like, the 130s. So I was, I was pretty happy with it. The Linderbaum pick was surprising to me, but – once again, it, it adds value to the Ravens' offensive line and makes their unit stronger. Um, perhaps they're showing their hand a little bit on what they want to do um, with the scheme, maybe, maybe run a little bit more outside zone, stuff like that. Um, but it makes Patrick McCary that you know super sixth man on the line instead of a starter, which you know it kind of reduces the need to take an offensive tackle early. By the way, uh the Green Bay Packers are just avoiding wide receivers like the plague and take <laughs> yeah. Devontae Wyatt. Again, good pick. I mean, I, I'm not – they need some help on that side of the ball. They lost a couple of interior defensive linemen. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, at some point you got, you just got to throw a man a bone, don't you? It's almost comical if you're Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. He's been clamoring for help for years, and the most help he's gotten is Jordan Love uh, at this point. Before before you, you you say something, uh, uh, apparently uh, New England ran to the podium and their pick is in. Go ahead. Well, no. So oh, wow. uh, to get back, to what we're talking about Jacob. So there's been a lot that's been going around around excuse me around the league tonight. So I'm just curious if there was a pick that maybe surprised you. Uh, you know that I'm a Philly guy, so the, you know you can comment on the AJ Brown news. Uh, what in this draft has been the highlight for you, other than you know the Ravens doing what they normally do? Yeah, so uh, first off with Philly, uh, Jordan Davis. Uh, the trade-up to get in front of Baltimore, take Jordan Davis. I don't know if he would have definitely been the pick at 14 um, since Hamilton was still there, but, I mean, he was heavily mocked to, to Baltimore um, in the recent days. Uh, so it made a ton of sense for that defensive line in Philadelphia, so that was noteworthy for me. I'm also a Bulldogs fan, so... 
uh, for everybody listening. Uh, it, it is a weird combo, but Georgia and Ravens is, you know, that, that's what I am. Um, yeah, the wide receiver market is just crazy with, with Hollywood and A.J. Brown uh, being shipped off and uh, the market in general with how much of those guys are going to get paid. I think A.J. Brown got a four-year, $100 million contract. So, yeah, um, definitely surprised. The, the quarterbacks did not come off the board as, as we would hope as, as Ravens fans, most of us on here. But um, that it is what it is, and um, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the first round so far. You got the New England. We got four picks left in, in this draft. Uh, I, I have no idea. New England could do anything because they just look at the world differently. I think Daxton Hill really fits what they do. Um, as we go forward, I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, turn the page in, a, in about a half hour, and we're going to start looking at, day two which is the second and third round Ravens right now have three picks um in, in three picks still I believe we're still at are we still I think it's two now it's now two because they gave up they oh, gave yes, up the other so so it's two picks I'm gonna say it's gonna be three when it's all said and done they're not making six fourth round picks um in this draft that would just be ludicrous um you know two or three guys uh tomorrow for me I gotta get I gotta get an edge rusher um, tomorrow. Uh, I, I I just I may even have to get two. Uh, I just that that is the the room that needs the most attention on this team, and they need guys to get after the quarterback, not guys that are just gonna. Uh, I, I don't I don't want you know three technique one technique. I I, I need guys to get hands on the quarterback. Um, what are you looking for tomorrow? Uh, I would definitely say edge as well is is a big time need and i think the players start to fall off after day two you can still find some developmental players on the third day but uh tomorrow is going to be critical early on to get an edge and then corner um we still haven't taken one we obviously went secondary with the first pick but i i still think that's the area on this team that could use the most in terms of volume uh, players added. Um, so corner and edge for me, offensive tackle is still a, a place that they can add, but that might not happen until the fourth round now with the Tyler Linderbaum selection that kind of moves Patrick McCary back into that ideal sixth man role, in, in my opinion. Yeah, and and that's fine as long as, you know, I mean, look, the elf in, in the room and in, in the Ravens, uh, you know, facility is, is Ronnie Stanley. And, and, you know, right. I think this is all what it comes down to. Once again, it, where is Ronnie Stanley? I, I you know, I, I, I discount the, the Rappaport being fed a line before the draft that Ronnie Stanley is exactly where we expect him to be. And we expect, you know, we, we, we heard all that garbage last year and, and, and it didn't work. Uh, they have to have plan B before the, the, the start of the season. And it can't be a guy like Villanueva is on the downside of his career. You know, you you, you, you got to get a guy that, that you have some confidence in. And I think that – I don't know if they can afford to wait. Uh, you know, you can't fix them all if you only do – to wow. That's, that's – Wow. Cole Strange. I don't think – Who I like. I mean, this is a – Wow. <clears throat> this yeah. is a tremendous player. But I got a third round grade on the kid. Um, 
Okay, sorry. Uh, that that's the first one that's taken me for a loop. Yep, did not um, see that coming. Uh, okay. But as you said, the Patriots definitely see things in their own way, and this I, is perfect example of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Cole Strange goes off the board, which I, I guess that's good for the Ravens because he's a a guard center, and they don't need one of those anymore. So that pushes somebody else further down. If we want to, if we want to go for the silver lining, I'm I, I just I, that. That's like the biggest jump I've seen in a long time. Um, three picks away from from the end of the draft, um, and I, I I agree. I, I just I, those six round picks. I hope they I hope they figure out how to get a third rounder out of that. Uh, Jacob, I gotta ask. Uh, you know, because we're sitting here, we're watching the draft. We're not really paying attention to Twitter like everybody else is. I'm curious, what is the reaction from? Uh, the tweet that we just got from Lamar with the WTF. I'm curious what Ravens flock thinks of that right now. Yeah, I haven't been on too much. Um, just a couple tweets here and there. It definitely seems like people are, are thinking that that tweet is, is directly, um, in response to the Linderbaum pick. And I, I'm not really sure that's what it is. I think it's, it's probably a mixture of Hollywood being gone and, and maybe something else. Um, so we, we might hear about that soon. Uh, but as of right now, it's kind of hard to speculate, um, what exactly he is responding to and how much it means. I, I think the Hollywood thing is just, is pretty big. Um, especially because of the friendship that Lamar and, um, Marquise Hollywood Brown have together. Uh, that was that was always going to be a talking point when we um, discuss the fifth year option and a, a bigger contract with Hollywood, which we no longer have to do. But um, yeah, it's it's really difficult when the team wants to support their quarterback and make him happy, but ultimately, if you're the decision maker, you have to do what's best for the entire team and not not just. Um, you know, please your quarterback. You have to consider the cap, um, how much you're paying these guys, and and what's the most effective way to build a roster. So, uh, I'm I'm just going to support EDC for right now and um, and see what happens. Oh, I'm a big supporter of this one. Hey, they, uh, I, I had no problem with this one. Um, you know, they, to to they were never going to pay him. They were never going to pay him. I didn't think he was worth the fifth round option that they that for fifteen million or whatever it was, and they certainly weren't going to give him a hundred million dollars. So, um, especially with having to give you know the Brinks truck to Lamar, mm-hmm. which which I'll assume is going to happen. By the way, uh, George Karloftis goes to the Kansas City Chiefs, so he can go set the edge with his four eight speed for them. Um, good riddance. Uh, Shocking to me, the Packers and Chiefs, neither one takes a wide receiver. This well, time. again, but there's not many, and I say this, there were wide receivers that people were trying to force up into the first round Agree. that weren't first-round guys. Pickens isn't a first-round guy. There's too many, too many red flags with him. Christian Watson, love it. Love, love him in athleticism. He's a project. He's a project. Sky Moore, I really like. He's five nine, soaking wet. Okay, I, I again, I'm not, I'm not discrediting any of them as football players. What I'm saying is, is that there are reason they are second round talent, and 
saw a lot of people throwing him in. I mean, the biggest, the biggest, the two guys for me that are left on the board, um, that I, I'm a little surprised they're still on the board, are um, outside of the quarterback is Booth Jr. out of Clemson and Kyler Gordon out of Washington for me um, are two guys that I thought there would be a bigger cornerback rush in this draft, and those were guys that I thought would have a, a chance to go, but and they still may have a chance to go. Um, you know, we, we have two picks left. Cincinnati is on the board, followed by Minnesota. Um, Jacob, real quick before we let you go, because I'm going to be quite honest, unless the Ravens do something miraculous in next two picks, we're going to wrap this puppy up real quick and get out of Dodge. <laughs> um, um, Paul, Paul's half asleep as it is. He hasn't spoken a word in like an hour and a half. Um, but but uh, uh, overall, uh, you know, you, you, you look at what the Ravens have done. Um, you look at what, what they have coming in. Um, they got the center. Uh, I, I like your thought about the scheme and, and things like that. The, by the way, they, they must have heard you because I, we're not even getting clocks right now. We're just picking. We're just picking, but we're in commercials, so this will take 10 minutes. Um, Ravens, how many – I'm going to say it this way. They have two – they have six, seven, eight, nine picks remaining. How many players do they take? Uh, I think they'll end up taking eight. Okay. So you think one, I think, I think one package – I think they're going to send – they're going to send one pick away, and they might move around a little bit and then end up netting eight more picks. Um, so, in, in reality, that's that's what just just the ten that they started with. Yep. yep. They, they've taken two. Um, yeah, I, I think they have the space for it. I know there's some some talk about you know they like to to bring in unrestricted free agents, right? Um, and you know they already have a number of guys on the roster. That, that are decent players, but this team is going to need valuable depth moving forward on relatively cheap contracts. And with Lamar getting the bag really soon, uh, I, I think it would be pretty reasonable to take, you know, anywhere between eight and 10 picks in this draft. So that, that's kind of where I, where I see it. Okay. Um, okay fair. Yeah, what was the, go ahead. There was a, Sorry, go ahead. No, go go finish up. Yeah, that that Cole Strange pick is is still. Uh, yeah, freaking me I out know, I bit. know, it's freaking me out too. <laughs> it just a uh, like of all the guys, I just like didn't even consider him in the first round. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Belichick's going to take his guys. He did, he's going to do what he wants to do. But I, I mean, they needed a, they needed a, a guard center, so they got one. Uh, oh, for, oh yeah, I, I had a question for you guys real quick. Yes. Um, did you see the Jermaine Johnson? Uh, fall. No, you know, pr- prior to the draft, I was I was very surprised in that. That was something I didn't bring up, but yeah, I had him in clearly, the top, I had him in the top there, ten. Yeah, there there was something there. Yeah, uh, there was a reason why he dropped. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I I did hear some gang stuff. Okay, I'm I, I'm not sure. Okay, I I mean, there's all I mean. Look, we said that there's always going to be something, and some uh, where his fall was going to end, and. Uh, and we'll see. Stuff comes out. Maybe somebody didn't love something with his medical. Could have been the gang stuff. We ne- we never know with these guys. Um, you know, there there are things. 
you know, we do this and we, we know a lot of information. We do a lot of research, but there's stuff we'll, we'll never know from inside the buildings and things like that. Jacob Vogel uh, at first and goal pod. Um, you know, excellent draft analyst. Enjoy our conversations, uh, not only on the air, but uh, also over the Internet. And appreciate you staying up late night with us and giving us a few minutes. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Okay, take care. Thanks. All right, bye. So we got two picks left, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, I, a couple of things I, I, I just want to get through. Uh, I want to thank Alonzo's Bar and Grill, uh, Falls Road, for the wonderful food. Uh, make sure you go pick up the latest edition of Press Box. Uh, got Luke Jackson talking about Adley Rutschman. You got Bo Smoko talking about the 2021 draft class. Glenn Clark talking about some dude that he doesn't think I know how to pronounce his name. Um <laughs> I think he does that for uh, – he did that Mike, for Zach because Zach can't Mike, pronounce anything. Mike Krzyzewski. I mean, he could have written Krzyzewski for me. I mean, I mean – It was I, the same – I know I don't – I say a lot of names wrong, but – I think he just printed the same paper from last week. That's an iconic week. name at this point. I know. I know. Um, also, Glory Days Grill, their spring seasonal menu is available now. Um, it's, it's fabulous. Uh, get your order in right now. GloryDaysGrill.com. Uh, uh, great food, good sports. We appreciate every Daxton Hill, a guy that I had. I had him at the Bengals at 31. You did. Good for you. I had him at 32 to the Lions. Um, but uh, one more pick remaining. Would they? Could they? Minnesota. I'm just going to grab a sleeping bag if they do. Would they? Could they? No, no not the Ravens. Could Minnesota take a quarterback here? I mean, I know you have a quarterback. And they're paying him a lot of money, too. They are paying him a good chance. Paying him a lot of money. But that goes up in, what, another year or another two? Another year, they're not going to pay him that money. Exactly. And fifth-year option's a big deal for quarterbacks. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know. It, it, I'm blanking on the new coaching staff. Yeah, I, I am, too. I mean – there are some corners. There are two corners available that I think are first round guys. Um, I could totally see Booth being the pick right here. And yeah, I mean Booth, Booth or Gordon. And I, I'm not picks in. Malik Willis could be the pick. I don't know that it is. I have I've done an excellent job staying off the Twitter tonight. Uh, KZ here, Joe Serpico done great job today. Appreciate you filling in. For Mr. Glenn Clark, who is uh, appreciate you for having me uh, out at Maryland Live, thirty-seven uh, cucumber soda waters deep down there. At Maryland I'm sure. Live. I'm, I'm sure. sure. We'd be all be doing Paul, the same. Uh, Paul Valley couldn't have done this without you. We we appreciate you pulling double duty today. Um, and we appreciate all of our guests. I'm not going to name them all. You can catch this if you want to watch the uh, meltdown. Not meltdown. I I wouldn't call it a meltdown. Joy. Overall joy. Enthusiasm. That was an eventful half hour to forty-five minutes. Hey, got to give the people what you want, yeah. what they want. Sometimes, you know, they they kind of they kind of expect either Glenn or I to lose our minds at some point anytime we're together. Uh, the pick is in, which means we will wrap up night one of the twenty twenty-two NFL draft by about eleven thirty-five. Not terrible, you know. I don't know how far by lives, but we got a, sh- all a shot to get. Home today. 
I don't. <laughs> you don't have a shot. Okay. I have no uh, shot. I got yeah. a small. I got a small shot. No, I've got about a thirty-minute drive. Yeah, I, I got a small shot. But to head back this way. In the but morning. It, it'll be. Yeah. It, it would Me be too. interesting here. I mean, they could use an edge rusher if, if you're, if you're Minnesota. I, 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 I don't know if I if I wouldn't, uh, if I wouldn't jump. I, I I just made jump, and I'm, I'm really surprised if if they do not take a quarterback here. I mean. Cornerback, wide receiver, O line was what I had for them. There are two good corners available um, to them, um, but I'm really surprised somebody didn't take the jump on Malik Willis to get that fifth round, uh, that f- fifth year option. I agree with that 100. percent I honestly, I was convinced, and at some point, I was going to bring it up. How many quarterbacks do you think went off? And I would have said two for sure. Maybe even three. I had three in my mock, and it looks like where it's going to be one once it's yeah, all. Yeah, it's going to be done. one. I had two. I, I didn't think there was a way. Um, I thought maybe. Willis was getting out of the first round. Same. Um, I, I toyed, toyed with Detroit at thirty-two, taking uh, Sam have, Sam uh, Howe. See, I have Ritter in that okay, spot. Okay. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, for those of you that think that these mock drafts are just silly. Depending on who this pick is, my mock will have hit 28 of the 32 or 29 of the 32 within the first round. It's pretty good work. It is what it is. Some of them are are, are, are spot on. Uh, so far, I've missed the Quay Walker, the Linderbaum, and there's no mock in America. That has Cole Strange. That has Cole Strange None. in the first round. I, somebody needs to show me. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Um, you know, I, I, I just – this has been I, – I, I thought this would be a nutty draft. It has been a nutty draft. I did has. not expect the nuttiness to come as much from the Baltimore Ravens as it has uh, with two trades. Um you know, uh, as an Eagles and Ravens guy, it's been an eventful night for me. So, so what did the Eagles come away with tonight? Jordan Davis and AJ Brown. I think you. that's a pretty solid night. Really hate you. I think that's we, his. We do we play them this year? You're a freak. Don't answer it. <laughs> what serious, Paul? This is on you, Paul. This is all on you. <laughs> I, this is you. This is this. Is, no. Tell them. Tell them we'll get them Saturday. We'll get them Saturday. The Minnesota Vikings will end the first round of the 2020, 2022 draft in Vegas by selecting Lewis Seen, a safety. This was a guy that was one of the one of the guys that just fell out. Of my top 32 um, out of Georgia. Gives us five, five guys from Georgia in the first round? It gives you a bunch of guys. I stopped counting. Um, we're at five. Uh, good player. It, it's funny. You know, they always say that safety is, like, not a premium spot. But we've now, what have we had, four safeties go? Seen, Dax Hill. Is it, is it three? I think it's three. Three? Yeah, Hamilton, so, Dax Hill. So I'm just gonna say this. Yeah. I'm gonna say this out loud. Uh, really good corners. Two really good corners on the board still. 
uh, for the stars of the second round, Andrew Booth Jr. and Kyler Gordon. Um, good tackles still – good edge rushers still remain. Um, and let's go on to day two. I mean, we, we, we got day two and day three. Nine picks. And how many quarterbacks are taken tomorrow? All of them. Four. Probably. Four. I could see them all going. Four or five. two and three. Four, four or five are, are gone tomorrow. Uh, four, between four and five. I mean, I, I think, obviously, Willett, Hal, uh, Ritter. And Corral. And Corral are all gone. Does does Strange get in there? In the, strong. Strong. It's not strong. Yeah. Uh, does Strong get in to the third-round mix? A lot of people like him. Good uh, athleticism, no, big, big arm. arm. Um, we'll see. I think I think there's a lot of quarterbacks going. Five Georgia first round defenders, common draft era record. Okay, guys. Paul Valley, Joe Serpico, thank you so much. You've been listening to Project Game Day's NFL Draft Special, brought to you by Pressbox and PressboxOnline.com. Marquise Brown will never drop a pass again for the Baltimore Ravens. Everybody have a good night.